0: Expecto cast
1: Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast Your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense Straight into your ear hole
0: Sorry George
1: For the discerning witch or wizard And muggles And squibs
0: No discriminations here
1: Well, no trolls trolls
0: On today's episode, our topic is Our favorite murders from the Harry Potter series And of course, our reoccurring segments Brought to you by us nerds
2: Katie Laura Kate
0: And most importantly, me, Craig Seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches
1: well, now- show. Guys, I'm getting a couch next weekend. Welcome back. This is our topic. I'm finally an adult. (laughs) I'm getting a couch. My first couch in my life. Really? Absolutely.
0: Wait, buying it yourself, you mean?
1: Uh, Having my own couch. Well, I had Joe's futon.
0: What about the one that's in there now? Wow! In your place?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that love seat that was left behind. Alright, fine. (laughs) I have a love seat, but I'm getting a full
2: couch. (laughs) Anyways, that's my big news, and I'm sticking to it. That's awesome. Good for you. It's going to be great. I think in yes. bigger news, Kate made us all pie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was delicious and we've decided 10 points to Gryffindor so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And
0: we've decided to allow the couch.
2: Okay. Good. Yes, we've voted on it. Good. We like it.
0: Good. She greased the wheel.
1: Mm-hmm. So welcome back to our podcast. We're all in our 30s and we talk about
3: couches. Yes. there are our big thing. This Couch. is the
0: scariest thing we could <laughs> think of to talk about. Being an adult is real. This is
1: what happens.
3: 30 is the new 18. <laughs>
2: yes, oh I hope not. Yeah. Have we recorded since I moved into my new place? I thought you said since we were 30. <laughs> I think so. Since we were 30. I
0: think, yeah, you just. Oh, right. It was there.
2: that the day after. Yeah. yeah. It was. Well, anyway, all these lovely people just helped me move, and they're the nicest. I recommend friends like this. You can find them keep them forever
0: yeah. all we cost let is go. a pie
2: <laughs> apparently That's so you got one payment. move in yeah. the in oh, your do back you need pocket help moving your new couch then <laughs> i do
3: <Okay. laughs> i <actually laughs> need help moving the old couch so this all is coming together as i stare at craig lovingly
2: <laughs> yeah i say we all moved but mostly it was like craig <laughs> moving all my heavy stuff yeah. Yeah. craig lifted Thanks, a mattress craig.
1: over a balcony so yeah
2: and a box nice. ring uh, Hufflepuffs are unafraid of toil. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we keep one around. And toil he does. And toil he <laughs> does. But not all the time. Do you guys want to talk about your new your new toy? Oh. It's the coolest thing I in mean, the
0: world. We work hard and we play hard as well. <laughs> uh, I bought my friend's uh Vive htc vibe that he wasn't using anymore that is a virtual reality console thing if you don't know what it is already and it's very fun
2: it's just the coolest thing that's ever existed in the world it's
3: just the best it's like magic exists
0: yeah it's, it's
2: like
3: it's like putting your face into a sieve or something and just like living that. in another world and you're like all of a sudden i'm somewhere
2: else this is the best like even that Iceland thing oh yeah you like go To like this park in Iceland and like somewhere. you look Up and there's like birds flying by and you're like
4: What <laughs> it's Spider-Man beautiful Craig's
2: Living room <laughs> it's just The best okay you have to try it I do yeah, I really yeah. Try And there's an archery then, game that's fun And there's a robot dog I they oh need <laughs> I spent so much Potter time just game. playing
3: fetch With the robot dog yeah and scratching His belly <laughs> they really need fun. a Harry Potter Game
0: they do 100%. there's like this Magician's Tower game oh that, yeah I've seen Uh, you can try next And it <gasps> is pretty fun um, but they need like a full Harry Potter like mm-hmm. you can go into the common rooms and
1: room mix,
0: mix spells they even do or mix that? potions and go into the pensive and literally just dunk your face in like Harry does. Oh my god! A great. VR
1: within a VR.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Incept me. My mind is blown. <laughs> But it is like a pensive because like you choose things by putting your face into it. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. You choose to do VR so,
1: by putting your face in it, but then you choose things in VR by putting your face in it. It's, Kate Cape my Man, yeah.
0: <laughs> so,
2: I want to try it's it. Very it's very impressive. It. Yeah, it's really fun. We'll,
0: we'll rip through this yeah. podcast and <laughs> mm-hmm. you can try it. <laughs> Since this is our spooky Mary podcast. Bob, kill,
2: let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And outro. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Bye. Um, since it's their spooky Halloween podcast, you should get the one there's a like a horror diving one. It's underwater, oh it's like nighttime. Games. It's <laughs> nighttime and it's uh you're in a shark cage and they come Ooh. like at random and there's like some other nighttime creatures. And I think the one person right. has reported they saw an angler fish, which is the Ooh. one with big teeth and the little you see it in finding uh, you yeah. with the little light that comes off yeah, their forehead. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And the males are just vestigial. Pimples, basically, on them.
1: They're
4: gross.
1: (laughs) They bite them. They bite the girl's butt, and then they fuse together. Like the male dies and and then fuses into the female. Like yeah, basically. (laughs) Also need some (laughs) fish butt. Like I never needed fish butt before. Okay. (laughs) Wanna fuse to your butt now, baby? Baby.
0: Uh, speaking of other games, kind of
4: game.
0: <laughs> uh, there was a Harry Potter RPG yes. that got leaked.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. um, give me not it, give me a, me lot it, give me a
0: lot of information it. on it, but uh, you might be able to find the little like quick walkthrough trailer that uh, somebody leaked somewhere. Like YouTube has been taking it down, or yeah. leaked like, or
3: like in quotations leaked. Well, I don't Warner know. Bros. We was like know. shutting it looked that very shit well down. cut together. Yeah, but they would <laughs> even well,
0: it's probably if... a pre cut. Thing for a yeah. trailer later. Yeah, they but. probably
2: would even if it was on purpose, like shut it down, True. to maintain the illusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying for sure, but Question I really everything. Be, yeah, I
3: wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was. It does but I don't mind. Neat. I don't care. Yeah. Either way, I'm yeah. like, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I, I have so now. many people yeah. at work run up to me who like don't even care yeah. about Harry Potter, and they're like, Laura, there's a game. There's a game, and I'm like, okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what if they sure. <laughs> what if they leaked the leak
1: they were planning so it's a leaked leak uh so it's they didn't want to leak the leak yet but they were planning to leak a leak pre-leaked i think
0: that's called a trailer
3: <laughs> yeah all <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, right yeah <laughs> well, trying to
2: work it what's the early trailer a teaser mm-hmm. a teaser yeah teaser trailer but so this... yeah, it looks like it's it's Hogwarts in the eighteen hundreds or something like that. Which I'm looks very sure.
1: much. I didn't so. see anything about. Yeah, <laughs> it I didn't like see anything similar. about eighteen hundreds.
2: I saw it in one of the write ups that it was. It takes place in the eighteen hundreds or something like that. Maybe I have got mean. that fucked up. But like, uh, they also have like sort of ye old clothes on, mm. not like mm. wizarding robes, but they have like vests and like bow ties and like. So maybe I'm hmm. not sure. Google it. Me great it, googly but yeah, <laughs> Some
0: some great things coming down the pipe.
2: Yeah, why do you have nice. to say it
3: like that? <laughs> <laughs> like your He's face was time. all like
2: pipe. Yeah, you popped that pee. real hard.
0: Yeah, it'll take some flattening later. Eighteen hundreds.
2: Eighteen hundreds. It was. No, no. I'm just oh. thinking if it is in the eighteen hundreds, we're
1: gonna get the Gaunt family. And if that game doesn't have the Gaunt family, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. Like Marvolo. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. His brothers could have. Well. N- Depends on the 1800s, but it could have some double doors. It could. It could.
0: Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I'm into it.
2: Oh, my God. It looks so, so good. Yep. It feels like the Harry Potter game we've all deserved for yes. a very long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah, maybe that's <laughs> very arrogant. But, like, it's just, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, Here's like, hoping. a big gamer, but I will buy whatever I need to to play that game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already sold. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. a take my money situation at this moment.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else new?
2: Uh, no, but I feel like we have some. Well, we do okay. have some fudge ups that I want to mm. address off the top
3: of. Yeah, the I was show. gonna say we've been right for a little too long. No,
2: not <laughs> really. We we should have reported a fudge up last episode, but I think we all forgot. We talked about it and then we forgot. You got fudge on your face.
3: Your big <laughs> disgrace. Podcasting all over the place.
0: Please louder. <laughs>
3: we will. We will apologize. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're
2: Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the first fudge up comes from uh our lovely christopher our resident artist um oh, thank yeah. you very much he was so sweet he's like i don't want to like tell you guys that you fudged up but like we did so thank no, you tell us <laughs> We <laughs> like it's it good when, content <laughs> yeah and we want we want to be accountable for the nonsense that we say um so back in the uh shit what episode was it i think it was 70 episode 70 uh, we were doing a Mary Boff kill with Stan Chenpike and I said that Stan said that he uh, invented a broom that goes to Jupiter but it's actually Ron that says that to the Vila, ah. and his lie was that he's about to become the youngest ever minister for magic mm. so oh I would have I switched that yeah, I would. I thought yeah. so too. But like, I, you know, that was just what my brain did. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Christopher. You also have gave us some lovely suggestions, and you're perfect as always. Mm-hmm. Points to Ravenclaw for that <laughs> Actually, I think they're both Ravenclaw because nerds be nerds, nerds. Call out facts. Yep, that's a fact. Um, and the next uh fudge up comes from Temple. Uh, last episode we were talking about Bonnie Wright uh coming to Transfigure Town and uh <laughs> that she went to a wedding with Katie Lung. Um, it's not, uh, the girl who played Parvati. Um, it's actually, uh, Afshan Azad who played Padma. That's, right. that was the wedding they went to. So mm-hmm. we fudged ah. up on that. Thank you so much for letting us know. And she included some like cute pictures of the wedding. There was one of the wedding. Yeah. It's a cute picture of cool Padma and Ginny and Aww. Cho. All being friends. Nice. They look so good together. Yeah. They look so cute. I like um, that backdrop. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you very much for them fudge ups.
0: I've, I've got another one.
3: Oh, not
2: done. I
0: <laughs> had
3: <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perpetual Third Wheel on Instagram caught me out. Uh, I had said Claudia what? Kim was in Daredevil, uh, and that's obviously Elodie Young, but I had meant Iron Fist. Which oh. is still wrong,
3: <laughs>
0: because that's Jessica Henwick. Oh, bummer! So I was way off on all bases. So points right. to you as soon as we hear what your house is.
1: Yeah. Who that's, is it that said? Perpetual third wheel. That's their name.
2: It's a really on good name. Instagram. It's <laughs> funny. It's yeah. a funny name. Yeah. Good for you.
0: So yeah, I, th- you? I think we're we're honest now. We've caught up. We've with caught fudges.
2: up. We've uh, yeah. We're, We're starting with a perfect score.
0: <laughs> we need like a, this many episodes without a fudge up sign. It
3: will always be zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of time until we are called out. on. Exactly. It I fudge level. up during every quiz. Am I right? Oh, yeah, me too. Maybe not this time. Okay, we maybe... need a three cat coach. There's two here. Where's the third? I don't know. Luna, you're ruining our dreams. <laughs> I made her a new den, <laughs> so, so maybe she's proceeded oh, to there.
0: Fury has chosen green. That might be an indication of his house, maybe. Well, and I have promised that I will get my cats up on Patreon thank you. for their house Your
3: photos are ready. Shorting. You guys just have to write words. Just write the words. Kate already has written the words. <laughs> you you so just the I just keep forgetting I told you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll write them. But literally, hunters will be like, this cat is Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> what house is Satan? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, so for dear. people who
2: don't know on Patreon, we're doing pet sorting. Well, Laura spearheaded I just, this endeavor, and it's really just nice. just we sort our pets. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about our pets a lot on the podcast. So we have sorted, well, we have asked you guys to sort through a poll, uh, Luna and Ludo. Luna is a Hufflepuff, and Ludo has been sorted into Gryffindor, which I think is very sweet.
1: I don't think Hunter is a house. I think he surpasses houses. He is the next Voldemort.
0: He's the basilisk.
3: <laughs> He's the basilisk.
0: <laughs> He's the sigil of a house. He
3: is. He's locked in a house. He's well, cannot leave the chamber. Hunter. Spoiler alert, Kate, I've already set up the poll for yours. I just need to input your words. But I put the same four options as everyone else, but I added a fifth for Hunter. And I put yes. Voldemort as one of the options. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems Choose like we're your own. I'm trolley. not gonna sway you to vote, listeners, but uh <laughs> I have my vote ready.
2: <laughs>
3: um, shall we move on, yep. or is there anything else? Seems like a thing we should
2: do. Let's continue. Shall we meet ourselves? For- yes. So now it is time for a ghostly, scary—I don't know—a Halloween <laughs> spook Spooky- your messers, spook your messers. Um, <laughs> uh, so we are going to uh, answer the question: What character from the Harry Potter universe are you most afraid of? Hmm, I got mine. Kate, I got start mine. Start us
1: off. I mean, there's many, there
2: but many this spooks. one,
1: there's this one literally was like made my stomach turn in my seat and there's so much we don't know about it and there's so much to learn about it and it has the most power, I think, even over scary people like Voldemort and that's an Obscurus. Oh, dang. Yeah. Good and the choice. first time we saw it yeah. in that white room, my stomach was like,
4: oh, yeah.
1: and that's my stomach twisting. That's the noise it makes. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know Except what it is about it. it. It's true. Yeah, it's like it's it's more than soul sucking power. It's more than like destruction. It's just the the idea of that hit of black energy existing. Mm. Like it's not even evil energy. It's just a black hole, mm. and that's really terrifying to me. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's spooky. And what it does to poor um credence credence and like all the other children that it's taken over their lives and yeah, has killed and them at a young them. age yeah. and and like, yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, spoiler, where we see like that black stuff going up the subway or metro walls. And it's just like, oh my God, this thing has power that is unknown. Like even Newt says like he doesn't even know about it and he's a specialist. Mm-hmm. So like something to have that much power and we know so little about, that's there's a big gap of fear there. It's like, that's scary.
2: It's <clears throat> a really interesting kind of villain, I guess, for the mm-hmm. first Fantastic Beast movie, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: one creature or whatever that can do, I guess, Mm -hmm. that much
3: damage, Mm -hmm. and also parasitic pain in a way, yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's pretty scary.
1: Yeah, but with no antidote, no, not even understanding if you need an antidote, like just not like, oh, we haven't found the antidote yet, but like we don't know what to do to even capture it. Mm Newt's the only one that we know of that has captured a obscurus before it becomes an obscurial, Mm -hmm. yeah. and how he did that
2: who the hell knows yeah it was after he got it after the girl died yeah but it was still before it became it was just in its singular form yeah that's what i mean before Um, it was
1: another took over another yeah because when they're in human form they're obscurials
2: correct yeah it's it's Mm -hmm. that symbiont combination but yeah like even it's scarier than dementors in a way because yeah like you said Like, you know how to fight off a Dementor. There's the Patronus charm, there's chocolate, there's things that you can do. Yeah. Whereas an Obscurus sort of, it also like feeds on like people who repress their magic, Mm -hmm. maybe based out of fear, maybe based out of, you know, any number of things, but I think it's mostly fear based, but just still that sort of thing is just so like, Mm -hmm. what do you do? It's more like an illness than a creature in a lot of ways. Yeah. Hmm. It's sad. Yeah, that is scary. Sure. Spooky. This is gonna like, be scary episode. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording yeah. in
3: like the nice, bright sunlight Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's nice that there's pretty fall colors yeah. in pie. I can smell it. <laughs> I really and like for how every
2: they... sad thing we need to eat a <laughs> slice of pie.
3: Mm. It
1: helps. <laughs> it's our chocolate for this episode.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, that's a really good one, yeah.
1: Kate. Yeah, I like how they did it in the. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't know about it before the movie. The effects were. I so pretty how they did it in the movie. Yeah, that's they stunning. did
2: a really, really good job. I think. Think I so? agree. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, w- I was looking at mine. Uh, <laughs> mine is possibly even scarier. Oof. Okay. It's what Prevardi turns her Bogart into. Oh. That <laughs> damn Jack in the Box clown. Awful. <laughs> oh <head.
3: my> <laughs>
5: Like she not turned, fixed.
3: not fixed. It's like it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, like a rattlesnake yeah. into yeah.
0: this Jack in the Box thing, and it's just scary. Like imagine coming around a corner and just seeing that thing like flopping towards you. And...
3: Yeah. it's really scary. It's like there's funny clowns, but that wasn't funny. No,
0: no
2: it's got like a Pennywise no. face
3: too.
0: Put it, it back yeah. to a snake. Just make it smaller.
2: Yeah, I'd like rather deal with the snake. I feel. Yeah,
0: just pick up the snake, cuddle it, love Craig. it. <laughs>
2: Oh, (laughs) Craigrid. He's never met a monster that he had love. That's That's why he likes us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast makes
3: sense now. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I like yeah, that one. That's yeah, my... that's really Although, scary. Although like...
0: are pretty scary because no matter I mean... what you're scared of, it's going to turn into it.
3: Yeah. I feel yeah. like a Boggart could be a fun time though. Like if you were really self-aware, you could just be like, what sort of amusing entertainment can I have? I'll get a little bit spooked and then a little bit laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the
2: Snape dress thing is funny. Yeah. And that came yeah. from a Boggart. Because like the counter spell is laughter, which is mm. it's very poetic. But
0: imagine if you're at like a Halloween party or something and they just have this back room set up
2: yeah, and you
0: you have someone there like ready to pull you out or something, but you go in, you face your fears, or you don't. You come out. You just have some chocolate, have Did you a drink. This? But you like, don't like horror
2: games. Like that's what that yeah. is. Well, that's that's, that's like
0: real life. That's something you can like control in oh, a way. But the lack of control you feel in VR, especially, oh. is just like I don't know. It's somehow worse. Oh,
3: I see. Or any type of game. Well, I guess oh, you're alone right. in a game, whereas if you're at a party with a Bogart, there's lots of people around
2: you yeah. can help yeah. you. but and if it's you've like had a couple drinks, you're it turns a little confident. a slug or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess it all depends on what it turns into. Yeah. It could stop you in your tracks.
1: We've done what's our Bogart, right? We did that many episodes ago for your think
2: podcast. We did. I don't know if we did because we were a, like we, we usually oh, stay yeah. away from the super serious questions, yeah.
0: but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Got to keep something um. hidden. <laughs> yeah.
3: right. i think i think that's being a little too self-aware i'm not sure what i would say for it i honest. don't know either it's sort
2: well, of like there's like the, the obvious with the mirror choices, of the era yeah. said
3: like what he would see it's
2: like i don't even know well yeah. like all the kids kind of so choose things. irrational
0: fears mm-hmm. like this is true but they're on spiders yeah but there's simpler snakes. humans as well true but they what haven't... what would be your kind of like irrational fear like Spiders randomly lava. Lava. (laughs) I knew that was coming.
3: (laughs) Lava, really? Yeah, I think it's super scary, but I still want to poke it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would. Yeah, I know. Right?
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's very. It looks very. It's terrifying, but I just want to poke
0: it. Like, what if your fear is um, falling? Like, how does a bogart turn into something? Does it just make it look like you're looking down into a pit? Yeah,
3: that's true. Mm -hmm. It's just like VR.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's just in your head. I guess it has to be more like a
2: tangible fear than falling, which is more of a sensation. I mean, falling is a physical thing. Like, I'm super scared of falling. Like, I don't even like the feeling on elevators and stuff like that, but... Yeah. There's no roller way a well, like, bogger would be able you're to You're fixed
3: in a position but you just like mm-hmm. kind of tilt and stuff like that and it's yeah. all screen based. Mm-hmm. That still simulates the idea of falling mm-hmm. or at least True. going fast enough. The bogart turns could... into a VR? and <laughs> <It> Just <laughs> oh, sits oh, on yes. your yeah. head and shows you stuff? That would be That's well, like, the bogart of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like mine
0: mine of that kind of nature would be um uh, claustrophobia like
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How's right a bogart gonna turn into a VR and then yeah, you open your eyes in a coffin? Perfect. Box. Well, I, actually,
0: that showing a coffin would work.
2: Yeah. Terrifying. I guess so. Then it's like got the other
0: one covered, Death.
2: Mm. Yeah. It's all of them. All wrapped into one. Yeah. Spooky. Bogarts, now you know. <laughs> well, I can go if you're yep. all done-, done, though. Yep. This sort of ties into, I guess, the Fantastic Beast thing a little bit, but Nagini Bethelda Bagshot. Oh, God. Oof. It's the scariest thing. Oof. Like Whenever I think about like, that chapter is a horror story. It is. Mm-hmm. Like it's the worst s- haunted house ever set to exist. They it up so well with her just, like, shuffling and not saying anything and kind of smelling bad and just looking like someone who... Kate's just vehemently <laughs> shaking her head.
3: <laughs>
0: no, See, that I forgot about be- that
2: chapter. I put it out of my yeah, notes. I think sorry. I'm going to change my answer.
3: Um,
0: that would be a great VR experience, oh, having to follow oh, her around and then oh, eventually she turns into the snake.
2: Oh, it's just so scary and like Nagini is like wearing this like woman like an Edgar suit mm-hmm. and go to the, her house and it's like flies everywhere like in the movie they did a really good job where like Hermione opens the door and there's like blood on the ceiling and she's like ah, and it's like mm-hmm. so scary it's so mm-hmm. scary yeah. oh I'm getting scared <laughs> <laughs> it is
1: terrifying oh
2: so scary and like once the snake is out I feel like I, I that's fine like when Nagini is yeah. out I'm like all right, now it's just like a battle scene. It's different, but like when she's Bathilda the Bagshot is. suit, it's horrifying. <laughs> and if you have seen like the art production pictures of like Nagini <sighs> bursting out of Bathilda Bagshot, they are so scary. Yeah, it's and wonderful. so detailed and horrifying. We'll post yeah. it on our social media. Well, yeah. they must have Thomas.
3: made a mask. I, it, I, right? I took a nice photo for Pass. you when we were at the studio tour of the best of Bethelda Banks. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <Just> for you. <laughs> With the snake coming out? So no, it's, horrible.
3: I think it's like right before, no, actually, the snake might be coming in. I'll have to double check. Mm. Um, But it's definitely like, she's, she dead. Yeah, they would have she real it, right? actress did a really, when really, really good I'd- it Whoa. Oh yeah, concept Whoa. art gets like Whoa. real because <laughs> mm-hmm. they always like they go extreme and then they have to like reel it back to be like PG thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen,
2: PG thirteen. Um, yeah, I don't know how that. It's a good one. Worked mm-hmm. though, but like, That's yeah, the actress one. was really, really. good. Yeah, yeah it was so scary. Uh, that uh,
1: whole scene is terrifying. Uh. That is probably the most terrifying scene in the movie. Yeah. Z- plural.
2: And like, you hear about her since like the first book. Yeah, book one. Like, Bathilda Bagshot is probably mentioned in every book of, like, Harry Potter. And then you finally meet her, and she's a
3: terrifying monster underneath
0: her. <laughs> <me that.
3: laughs> a dead terrifying yeah, monster. Yeah, she's so dead. Oh, it's R- bad.
0: Rapidges of age! <laughs> 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 we well
3: all
4: done. turn into snakes. Well done, well yeah. done.
3: Yeah. In the end, we're all snakes. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Wouldn't be mad. Speaking Laura. of snakes and terrifying monsters, I'm really yeah. surprised no one else said this because. As soon as you guys asked the question, I was like, umbrage. Oh, yeah. 100% yeah. umbrage. Like, I don't think there's anything scarier, especially in, like, our current political climate than mm-hmm. a Someone bureaucrat with, <laughs> with a very closed mind and a very and driven personality. Yeah. Um, just like a hunger for power. Yeah. And like- just an unstoppable <gasps>
0: bureaucrat. Yeah. <laughs> Laura with the realistic choice. Yeah. No, it's yeah, real, that's though. scary. Yeah.
3: I, mean, I was going to say Fenrir Greyback because he's also terrifying, but I mm-hmm. think Umbridge is scarier just because she's real. Yeah, she is real. She exists. And there are people like that in the world, and I mean, maybe they don't have magic, but, but they still have scary. power. And yes.
1: They elect more Umbridges, and they yeah. vote in more Umbridges, and then it's a world of Umbridges.
3: Yeah. Wow.
2: Sorry, one. darkest uh. timeline.
3: <laughs> it is the darkest timeline. It's the uh, it's the sneaky like long game that scares me more than anything because mm-hmm. you never know like when you're gonna catch on and like sometimes I don't catch on until the reveal and I'm like no mm-hmm. I'm like what if that happens mm-hmm. Umbridge is scary guys. He is.
2: Umbridge is scary. She's super scary.
3: Um, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, sorry mm-hmm. to bum you guys out. No, it's mm-hmm.
2: true. I- I'm rereading it the fifth book uh, now and oh yeah yeah she's just yeah she is just the worst and just very Ugh. just just a very like scary person yeah just like a very very well, scary like in any moment when you you you're don't afraid. know what she's going to do <laughs> yeah. you have no
3: idea like what she's going to do next and how far
2: she's going to push it and what she's
0: going to get away with
2: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. because she gets away with so
3: much but like any moment that you're afraid is just like a moment of powerlessness and She causes powerlessness across the board for like the duration of her reign, and like then, and she delights in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot. I don't like it. She's scary.
2: She's just scary. Yeah, more with the realness. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah. So now we're all bummed and scared. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) go vote.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) go vote. Please God, go vote. There's two votes coming up: one in Ontario and one in the states.
2: Go vote. Agreed. You can vote. Please vote.
0: Yeah. Yeah, your vote is like going to. Tell the centaurs she's over there. Mm
2: -hmm. It's putting your wands up. Yes, it is. Blotting out the dark mark. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. For our topic today, I had this idea to emulate a certain podcast that is kind of up and coming. (laughs) It's, It's... it's like this small little thing that if we don't support it, it might not go anywhere. Mm.
2: Please get the word out, you guys. Yeah, yeah uh, not many people called know about
0: it. Mike's favorite murderer? Or... No, 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 no. 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 It's, oh, what's um, it called?
1: Miranda's favorite marauder? Marauder? No. My M&M. favorite
0: favorite M M&M and M color? Mike... Oh so, right, that's it. Like mm-hmm. yellow or brown or something Halloweeny. Katie's mm-hmm. dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was <laughs> trying
2: to think of something clever,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> she's dying. <laughs> What oh, called,
2: that's Katie? what my podcast would turn into Is just like not being She's able to think, like of I'm not
1: witty. think of a joke I
2: can't <laughs> think yeah. of a quick response
0: oh, no. uh, The podcast is of course called My Favorite Murder Hugely popular And uh, they take real life murders And present them in a very interesting way And give their thoughts And so we're going to do the same thing Patent pending
4: <laughs> Yeah, don't No copyright <laughs> infringement
0: I'm sure Yeah, uh, But we're going to each present a case for our favorite murders from the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I will go first.
2: I mean, if you're ready.
0: I mean, we—they seem to struggle to Craig, figure go out first. who goes first. Will be, be very true <laughs> okay. to. So this, this <laughs> is the story of the death of the Riddle family.
4: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh my God, I love this
2: one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're not making fun
2: uh, no we love we're, we're good, we're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna listen no
2: but people who we know that we have oh yeah a, murder
0: you know. or whatever <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you took like two Ned Flanders <laughs> things and put them together. They're called murderinos, the fans murderinos. of My Favorite Murder. Great. Um, but yeah, we have some listeners that are also murderinos. So there's some crossover we know. We're not making fun, we promise. <laughs> no, they have a very good podcast and that's yeah. why they, we yeah. feel like
0: we're and not And obviously, we're, we're parodying.
2: Yeah, un- under, under parody, parody law, law, we get
0: away with anything. <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> All
0: right. So my story starts a long time ago. When the Riddles mysteriously died, like no one understood how they died. They were just found by their maid in their dining room and just like fear etched on their face <laughs> and just on the floor. Maid goes running into town telling everybody, big mouth on her. So
1: She was probably running to town to celebrate. Like, let's maybe. throw a party. Well, and like, well hold this on. family wasn't rich thought A-holes.
0: of well in this town. They were rich. No. They were snobby. Mm-hmm. And their son had had this affair and eloped with the local tramp's daughter and uh, disappeared for a while, but then came back and said he'd been hoodwinked. Hmm. Him and his parents turn up dead. So who's to blame? Well, originally, uh, the police, when they investigated, they couldn't figure out how they died. They went through all the CSI crap and... (laughs) and just couldn't figure it out so they started pointing fingers at the other people who work for the riddles.
2: What uh, what year around are we talking here? Like as far as CSI crap.
0: <laughs> I think it 43. Oh,
2: 43. 1943, yeah. Yeah.
0: So a man by the name of Frank Bryce. The judgment falls on him originally. Who's He's the gardener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a key and he lives on the property. Pretty convenient. You mean you got these snotty rich assholes telling you what to do, how to weed your begonias all the time and and you're back from the war and you got stiff joints and you just need an end. You need an end to it. Well, he claimed he didn't do it and the police couldn't find any indication that he had done it. So they had to let him go and he goes on his merry way. He still stays on the property and keeps the garden nice while he can so the case becomes a cold case for years no one knows what happened but that's because they're muggles and idiots
1: <laughs> all muggles are idiots end of story next yep. moving
0: on yeah, heard no. it here first. so of course the magical community got wind of this and of course they knew how the people had died it was obviously the killing curse so they start to look around the area What other wizards, witches are living there? And, oh, lo and behold, the tramp, whose daughter ran away with the son, Tom Riddle Sr. (gasps) Uh, He lives just down or up the hill, one or the other. There is a hill in between, in betwixt. (laughs) So they go and... uh, Uh, He liked it. (laughs) The father... Uh, Marvolo Gaunt, whose name we are just learning for the first time now, is in prison, I believe, at this time. No, he is, sorry, Marvolo has passed away, and his son Morfin lives in this shack, just not far from the the Riddle home. And lo and behold, he confesses to the murders, Mm. just like, he's like, I did it, I hate muggles, and he had already had a charge. He'd been to prison. He confessed
1: uh, to like the ministry?
0: Yep. They Whoa. came and he confessed. Just immediately? Yeah, basically. And they interrogated him. And uh, so they carved him away to Azkaban for the rest of his life. That's the end of it. Morphin Gaunt killed the Riddles.
2: Or is it?
0: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, this plucky investigator called A. Dumbledore. <laughs> He's investigating this man called Tom Riddle and Tom... Senior? (laughs) Junior. And Dumbledore is following up on Merope's story, who is the mother of Tom Jr. So he goes to find the home of Merope and subsequently Morphin and Marvolo and learns of the Riddle death.
2: So he's doing this after... Tom Riddle's become Voldemort and everything. Yes, it and means, like, the way Riddles in the are dead. And
0: it's yes. been a cold Fast case for forward. like thirty odd years. Probably around years. that. Mm. So trying to figure out everything he can about him, and comes across the massacre of the Riddles, if you will. Mm. And he's like, "Well, Morphin, he, he probably didn't do this." And eventually goes to Azkaban prison to find Morphin and he can tell he's still he's, alive. Oh yeah. He can tell while he's oh. interrogating him that there was a memory charm placed on him and he gets the real story out of him that Tom Riddle Jr came back and he got the information out of Morphin where Tom Riddle Sr lived and he went and killed them. So it was Tom Riddle Jr that killed the Riddles. Killed his and father. Frank Bryce had actually said that there was this pale teenager coming up the hill the night that the riddles had died, and nobody believed him.
2: Mm. That's super fucking cold. You just murder your father and your grandparents mm-hmm. at you really it as a teenager,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and blame like, it and on your uncle.
2: Able to wow. perform the killing curse as a teenager, like that power. Louis was saying when they're teaching them in the in the fourth book,
0: it takes conviction.
2: Yeah, like you guys could all point your wands at me or whatever, but I'd probably just get a nosebleed
0: because
2: mm-hmm. um, he didn't even know them. Yeah. no.
0: He, know, he, know, he but... wanted to just squash out the riddle name. Yeah.
1: Wow. It Avenged. was his
0: first massacre.
1: So Tom Jr. bewitched Morphin and gave him the memory charm? Is that yeah. who put a memory charm on him? Yeah. <gasps> to
0: make him think that he had killed them. Wow. And give enough evidence that the ministry would believe that he did it. And he had stolen Morphin's wand and committed the killings I... wow. with that wand as well. So when
1: the ministry followed up, they even saw that the crime was from that. Can they follow the curse to a wand?
0: Priori like in Kentatum. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. Even better than. So a Morphin lost to a gun. his
1: entire <laughs> life. I mean, he was a shitty person, but he yeah, lost his he entire Morphin's wand.
0: Dumbledore did it. try to get him released from prison, uh, but while the Ministry was deliberating, he died in prison.
1: It's also surprising that a memory charm, like even if he was like, I believe that like didn't even lie to be like nope nope no idea no idea at all but even he,
2: inside he's like shaking thinking well because he did it. He, he hated that, them he also, and he was kind of yeah. off his rocker so he would have been like proud if he yeah. killed them yeah i think he, he was kind of impressed have. with himself yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's kind
1: of a perfect setup like voldemort chose yeah. the right person to set up yeah also
2: Very he had a perfect. history of like
1: for fun of
0: he muggles that, that muggle are, yeah. tom riddle senior before
1: right
2: mm-hmm. yeah and he attacked his own sister because he's a piece of poop he yep. is a, sort of he a, piece, is
0: of a piece of poop.
2: It's funny that it was like double investigations on the muggle and the wizard side, and they mm-hmm. both got it wrong. Yeah. hmm.
0: Shows you how smart that little Man, Tom Riddle Jr. He is. He's so
2: fucking tricksy and false. You could write a thesis on him. Previous episode. <laughs> For further details. <laughs> I have things but, to add to his thesis today.
0: But yeah. that was my yeah. attempt. Uh, I've only listened to a few episodes of <laughs> my favorite murder. <laughs> so. Oh,
2: it was sweet. I
1: liked it. You yeah. hooked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, and now I'll say why that's my favorite murder. Because it's kind of the first big indicator for Dumbledore that uh, the Horcruxes coming into play, and it's just very telling of him. So Dumbledore, a much smarter man than I, can glean much more from the deaths. And J.K. being a babe, obviously.
2: Babe. Yeah, babe. As we know, like, Horcruxes are made from murder and split the Mm -hmm. soul. So were those murders the... Created the Horcrux that he used in the diary.
0: That no, that would have later. been uh, Myrtle.
2: Maybe I but don't know that the Myrtle snake would killed count. Myrtle. Yeah, I don't know that Myrtle so, would count. But I think still- He did it's kill still, her, but I yeah. thought the, he caused the her death, was... but he didn't kill her. Yeah, but that's I
3: think just that, just that would be enough
0: someone... to rent your soul. I,
3: I don't guess know, the the locket,
1: Morvolo's. Um, that's more like it's manslaughter.
0: He didn't have that <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets that after his mother sells it to Borgin and Burks and then. Hepzibah Smith buys it same with the mm, cup, right. so he gets those much later Much later. So he stole the ring from Morphin be- Yeah, after doing so the memory charm He was, a charm. And
2: had the ring? He was yeah. because in the slughorn memory mm. when they're all in the slug club he right. already has he's the fancy, ring Yeah, so. this was after and that's when year. he's asking about Horcruxes So mm-hmm. he hasn't presumably actually made one at that point,
3: but he has the ring the gaunt ring mm he didn't kill Myrtle but only caused her death. That probably just made like a fold in his soul. You know how when you go to like tear a <laughs> piece of paper you gotta fold it first, mm-hmm. kind of guide the, the rip a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. Like, like he over was the just edge of the table. Just yeah. like,
1: yeah. You fold it both we'll ways make it and then you put it over the edge to
3: the table. <laughs> and then just next time and we'll and get fill- it for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I love how that's how it kicks off the fourth book too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so different and like really, really mm-hmm. interesting. Like that it starts from the Muggle perspective at first.
1: It's also fascinating that like he is the sole reason his entire bloodline ends on both sides, when he's fighting for pure bloodlines. It's very interesting to me. Like the whole Gaunt and Sl- Salazar Slytherin line ends with Voldemort. Yeah. From Wiki, um, the Order is Diary of Tom Riddle, circa September 1943, following yep. the death of Myrtle in circa May 1943, when Riddle released the Basilisk. Tom Riddle, age 16. Peveril Ring, circa September yeah. to December 1943. So he did two murders Whoa. the same year. Well, so you the diary was people. first, so yeah. the ring was second.
2: That could count as three
1: different murders. He's yeah.
0: a
2: merdiddly-irdler. Yeah. Yeah. Then Hufflepuff Arino.
0: cup,
1: Lock Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, <laughs> Hufflepuff <laughs> Pooflay Pooflay cup, Jeez. was heps, heps, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hufflepuff cup is off Hepzibah Smith. Yeah, he was nineteen, twenty years old. Same year, Slytherin locket was the Muggle tramp. Uh, then Ravenclaw diadem, nineteen
2: fifty-six,
1: murder of an Albion peasant.
2: Albanian. Wait, wait, what was the what was the one after Hepzibah? The locket mm-hmm. was yeah. a Muggle Huflof tramp. Cup. I don't think they ever talk about that. Yeah. that he just Or, like, or the Albanian kill. peasant. So Albanian peasant was the diadem. The diadem.
1: Wow. If this is. Like this is again wiki, so who knows if it's how exact it is, but if this is true, that's a fifty-year killing spree span. Holy hell! Five zero years. Hmm. That's insane. Zero and he died call. when he was up. <laughs> like sixty-nine, seventy. To be uh. that powerful and seventy years old?
2: Woof. Uh, yeah. Scary. Spooky, Craig. Spooky. Mm. Well done.
0: Thank you. Who's next?
2: I mean, I could go. I. Uh, I think mine will be much quicker. (laughs) It's a much quicker sort of story. So uh, my favorite murder in the Harry Potter series is the murder of Broderick Bode, Ministry of Magic worker. Um, The first time we hear about Bode is in the Goblet of Fire at the Quidditch World Cup. Uh, We see him walk by. Well, at least Arthur Weasley sees him walk by. And he says, oh, that's Bode. He's an unspeakable. And they don't really mention Mm. what an unspeakable is in that book. So then, the next time we see him was in uh, the elevator during Harry Potter's trial um, in the beginning of the fifth book. So he's falsely accused of well, he's accused of doing magic in front of a muggle, which he did. Although I don't know, I feel that's like
0: family though.
2: I know, like he already know, like it shouldn't be about the statute of secrecy. It that sort of always bothered me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dumbledore already, well, already knows that it's magic. Yeah, he still shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Just but. making a case exactly. Yeah. Fudge Bing. Fudge. Best Fudge. minister ever. Ugh. He doesn't believe it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Please don't send in Bobo Tuber Um So, yeah, we see him in Dragon that. Dragon dung only. <laughs> At least it's, it's benign. Um, we see him in the elevator, and uh, he's described as sallow-skinned, with a mournful face and a sepulchral voice. So mm. it's very, like, this kind of dour, like, deep voice, like, sad man. Um, that we see. He also makes um, Harry nervous with his unfaltering gaze, and um, he got off at the Department of Mysteries, as well as Arthur and, and Harry, because they were going down to the Wisingamut dungeon. So, that was just another, like, super quick visit. Next time we see him is in the spell damage ward, uh, the permanent resident spell damage ward in St. Mungo's Hospital. Harry, Ron, and Hermione are just walking up to get some tea and whatever um, at the cafe on the fifth floor, but they stop at the fourth floor when they see Lockhart, and they go, "Oh God, who's this guy?" So as they were going, <laughs> is this guy? Um, so as they're going through the ward, they see Bode in a bed, and he's also again described as sallow face and mournful-looking. Um, the healer comes along and says. Oh, isn't this nice, Mr. Bode? Someone gave you a calendar with a new fancy hippogriff on every month.
0: <laughs> I want that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that sounds all fun and good, but they also give him a pot plant. Mm. So the healer says at that point he's starting to recover. They were saying like he's starting to like be able to move again. He's starting to speak in a language, although they say it's not recognizable. Mm. at At the moment, he's just sort of mumbling to himself. Yeah, so at the time, he's just mumbling. He got a fancy hippogriff. But there's calendar. no
0: foul play. They don't know why he's in this state, right?
2: No, I mean, I believe as a person who works in the Department of Mysteries. It happens. It, it might be more of an occupational thing. Yeah. Who knows what happens? He literally <laughs> works with things we don't know. They say like so. how they found him or who found him? No, they don't. Mm. So cut to later. Hermione's reading the newspaper. And she comes along this horrible article that says, Tragic Demise of Ministry Magic Worker. St. Mungo's Hospital promised a full inquiry last night after Ministry of Magic Worker Broderick Bode, 49, was discovered dead in his bed, strangled by a pot plant. Healers called to the scene were unable to revive Mr. Bode, who had been injured in a workplace accident some weeks prior to his death. A workplace accident. So, yeah, I Mm -hmm. guess they just assumed Mm -hmm. that it was part of um, his job, I guess. Mm -hmm. Healer Miriam Strout was in charge of Mr. Bode's ward at the time of the incident, has been suspended in full pay and is unavailable for comment yesterday. But a spokeswizard for the hospital said in a statement, St. Mongo's deeply regrets the death of Mr. Bode, whose health was improving steadily prior to his tragic accident. We have strict guidelines on decorations permitted on our wards, but it appears that the healer Strout, busy over the Christmas period, overlooked the dangers of the plant on Mr. Bode's bedside. As his speech and mobility improved, Healer Strout encouraged Mr. Bode to look after the plant himself, unaware that it was not an innocent flitter boom, but a cutting of devil's snare, which, when touched by the convalescent Mr. Bode, throttled him instantly. St. Mungo's is as yet unable to account for the presence of the plant on the ward and asks for any witch or wizard with information to come forward. Who gave (laughs) him that plant? So, it is also revealed later... Through, um, like, a Voldemort vision that Harry has. After the Death Eaters' escape, he sees Rookwood prostrating himself before uh, Voldemort. And he says, Bode couldn't have taken it. He could never have taken it. And he's referring to the weapon that they don't know yet is the prophecy in the Department of Mysteries that they were trying to get Bode to take. He says, that's why he fought so hard against Malfoy's Imperius Curse. Bode couldn't have removed it himself, and obviously he was injured when he touched the prophecy. Yeah.
4: So Lost I guess that's what
2: touching a, a prophecy that don't belong to you. <laughs> um. But when Bode touched the prophecy, that's when he was injured enough that he couldn't speak or couldn't mm. function. Wow. So that's why he was brought to St. Mungo's. So that's so how guess- they figured out that they would have to lure Harry Potter into... The Department of Mysteries. Wow. And it's just a sacrifice. So that is
0: interesting. But I guess that means that he must have been found by a Department of Mysteries worker then and not mm-hmm. Avery or Malfoy because they would have just killed him there.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who do you think delivered the plant? Because obviously if he was starting to talk again and mobilize again, they were worried that he would tell what happened. Right. If he had any memory, they didn't know. But
0: it's, you know. I'm sure gone. it was yeah. just yeah. delivered with a name tag mm. and just.
2: Yeah. It didn't it say when when it, when it when the mm-hmm. healer was giving him the, uh, the presents, the hippogriff calendar and the plant, he just says, oh, someone brought it to you. Mm-hmm. They don't say who. And Ron later says, like, if it was sent anonymously, they would never know mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. sent it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting because we are also introduced to Devil's Snare super early in the series. So that's something that, like, we know about and i really like that the kids saw it arrive and also didn't recognize it mm-hmm. because otherwise you'd be like well that's a stupid healer then mm-hmm. but it's like it's yeah. true you wouldn't really expect it in a in a potted plant and mm-hmm. and you don't you know necessarily well, think mm-hmm. about it and
0: and doesn't hermione say something like we should have yeah. recognized it and ron's like no yeah who expects, would you? yeah, yeah.
2: And Ron at the time is like, that's a silly thing for someone to do. And Hermione's like, yeah, they obviously tried <laughs> to, to murder him. Yeah, um,
0: Still kind of lucky, though.
2: It It was a little bit sloppy in the way that it's not a definite, definite kill, but it yeah. also really, really covers its tracks. I guess what it loses in accuracy, it makes up for Subbleness. in like... Well, or at least concealing yourself yeah. because it's like on a time delay. Yeah. yeah. So no paper trail. It could have happened at they any point. Obviously,
3: don't have security cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs>
1: obviously, they live in the middle ages. Middle ages.
3: They sort of do a little <laughs> bit no, yeah. in no, a lot no, of ways. No, in many, many ways. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I mean, that's the whole thing that starts off the uh, Harry having to true. go to the Ministry of Magic, him hearing the prophecy, Sirius mm. dying, all this stuff that happened. Hmm um that was sort of the catalyst uh to it realizing that not anyone can go even a department of mystery worker couldn't touch it
0: good one yeah. Yeah, it. I like that that's Important one i like
2: i always thought I was it was really clever and i really like how it's set up it's like it's so careful and it's so subtle and it's so unpleasant because you get the so- same sort of feeling that they do of like oh fuck i saw that happen and i didn't do mm-hmm. anything because i didn't know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so yeah that's my favorite you're
1: a pretty lifeless dude, you've seen some things, then you get the Imperius curse, then you get God knows what from touching a weird object, you're in pain, and then you get strangled to death.
2: Yeah. yeah. And just as like, you're starting to get better oh too my God, it's like get a bad day. The, <laughs> like the faster you get better, the faster you die. Yeah. Funny.
1: I'm gonna go. Yay! <laughs> this is the story
0: All about how
1: <sighs> Isolt's life got flipped upside down. <laughs> down. <laughs>
2: So this is the story of Isolt Sayre and her death of her parents. Mm. This is interesting. I'm very happy to revisit this as a refresher. Yeah, I don't really remember it it at all. I read it after it came out. Yeah. So
1: born in 1603. So we're going way back. Dying. Way, way, way back. 1603, County Kerry, Ireland. Beautiful Irish hills, rolling hills, gorgeous area. Close to Killarney.
4: Beautiful. Go <laughs> this there. This is it's nice. Yeah,
2: I like the feel. Yeah. You're painting a picture. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, like a blonde, reddish haired, beautiful baby is born to two wonderful parents, um, two pure blood families, the Sayers and the Gaunts. Hmm. The Sayers, um, her dad, so she's a Sayer. So William Sayer was her father. Uh, I couldn't find anything really interesting on even like the etymology of Sayer. Hmm. Um, there was some linkage to seer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but other than that, it wasn't really uh, interesting. Sayre didn't have much behind it. But the Sayres are related to the Morgans. We'll get back to that later. So her oh. father was William Sayre, and her mother was Ryanach, or Ryanach, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, please correct me. <laughs> Gaunt. Uh, Gaunt.
0: Hmm. One of the so few cool. that didn't marry a cousin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, she married <laughs> out of the family, out of the house of Gaunt. Good for her. <laughs> yes. Um, Wonderful parents. They were obviously all magical, but they lived in a muggle town, muggle village, and they really helped the village. They kind of gave them plants that were helpful, herbs. Nice. They kind of acted as like a little medical family in town. They did perform spells, but really, really minor spells. The muggles didn't know they were spells, but to just keep, you know, the, the food fresh and pure and no rot or, or drought, um, to keep babies healthy and happy. And they just had a really lovely town. That's beautiful.
2: Nice. Can we get
1: some here? Yeah. Yeah, very beautiful County Kerry in Ireland. Hmm. So she has a wonderful upbringing for 5 whole years. Oh. Oh. And in her fifth oh. short. <laughs> oh. Very uh, formative. Yeah. But before I get there, I forgot, the Gaunts, as we know, is the House of Gaunt, direct descendants of Salazar Slytherin. Mm. And we know, of course, Marvolo, we've talked about him today with Craig's story, the maternal godfather of Lord himself. <laughs> Voldemort himself. <laughs> Voldemort. himself. And uh, that there's a lot of uh, really evil and scary lineage in the Gaunt family, a lot of despair, a lot of sadness, and a lot of horrible, horrible things that happen. I tried to go back and look how far I could get back in the Slytherin bloodline. Um, so the Slytherin, Salazar Slytherin himself, married a Peveril. 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 Really? And together, the two families became the House of Gaunt. So the name Slytherin wasn't passed on. This is not exact fact. This is not from Pottermore. This is mm-hmm. what I gathered from Wiki and a couple other sources and some Pottermore facts. But I'm theorizing that after Slytherin married Peveril. They became the house of Gaunt, very much like the house of Windsor that we see with the queen and everything now, that they've changed. Every time there's a new marriage, the last name changes. Hmm. So that is where Gaunt started. The farthest back you can look to the Gaunt is the two sisters. um, That does not mention anywhere who their parents were. The two sisters of Reinhardt Gaunt and Gormlaith Gaunt, Hmm. if I'm pronouncing that wrong again. Correct me.
2: So that would be Isolt's aunt. Isolt's aunt, yes. Her aunt and her mother. Yes, so the Gaunts live
1: in County Kerry alone. They, uh, Ryanach does not have any connection to her family. They live a very happy life. And one day there's a house fire. Um, and it burns the entire house down. And the only survivor is Isolt, And who shows up on the doorstep immediately after the fire is put out is Gormelith Gaunt. And she declares that I am the aunt of this girl. I'm her only kin. She now belongs to me. Isolt, being five years old, of course, is just has right. no say and.
2: And in the 1600s, people are just like (laughs) goodbye. This kid, (laughs) yes, (laughs) yeah, they don't really. (laughs)
0: He's gonna leave her. You don't.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So she goes to live with Gormlaith. Everything is fine. Hmm. So uh,
1: this is reading straight off of Pottermore. At five years old, an attack upon the family home resulted in the death of both Isolt's parents. Isolt was rescued in quotations from the fire by her mother's estranged sister, Gormlaith Gaunt, who took her to the neighboring valley of Kumakali, or Hags Glen, and raised her there. Well,
3: that sounds peachy. Mm-hmm. It sounds just really nice. <laughs> <Hags> Glen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: As Isolt grew older, she came to realize that her savior was, in reality, her kidnapper and the murderer of her parents. Unstable and cruel, Gormlaith was a fanatical pureblood who believed that her sister's helpfulness to her muggle neighbors— was setting Isolt upon a dangerous path to intermarriage with a non-magical man. Only by stealing the child, Gormlaith believed, could their daughter be brought back to the right way, in quotations, raised in the belief that as a descendant of both Morrigan and Salazar Slytherin, she ought to associate only with purebloods. Who is Morrigan, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Morrigan is actually a famous Irish uh, witch, Also believed to be a goddess in, like, traditional folklore. Um, She is the goddess of war and of bloodshed and of death. Seems nice. Mm, Seems very nice. Uh, She is an animagus. Oh, dang. And she turns into a crow. Whoa. Whoa. That's Mm. fucking dope. According to Irish mythology, uh, the etymology of Morgan is Phantom Queen or Queen of the Phantoms or Great Queen. Yes, Queen. Was a figure associated with fate especially with foretelling doom and death in battle. In this capacity, the goddess would take the shape of a crow and fly above the battlefield and predict what was going to happen. She incites warriors to battle and can help bring about victory over their enemies. The Morrigan encourages warriors to do brave deeds, even for the evil, strikes fear into the enemies, and is portrayed washing the bloodstained clothes of their fated to die. She also has some uh, connection with sovereignty, the land and livestock, uh, in modern times, they call her a war goddess uh, or a blood goddess. The Morgan is often described as a trio of individuals, all sisters, called mm. the Three Morgana. The last really cool part about her that I pulled off of um, Wikipedia and <laughs> Webster's Dictionary states: <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, a wedding toast. It is <laughs> the the Morgan also is associated with the banshee in later folklore. Huh. That's kind of really interesting. Very cool. Uh, So Gormlaith set herself to be the model she thought Isolt needed by forcing the child to watch as she cursed and jinxed any muggle or animal that strayed too near their cottage. Mm. The community (laughs) soon soon learned to avoid the place where Gormlaith lived. Again, that's up in Heggs Glen. And from then on, the only contact Isolt had with the villagers she had once been friends with was when local boys threw stones at her as she played in the garden. Aww. Gormlaith refused to allow Isolt to take up her place at Hogwarts when the letter al- arrived, on the basis that Isolt would learn more at home than at a dangerously egalitarian establishment full of Mudbloods. However, Gormlaith herself had attended Hogwarts and told Isolt a great deal about the school. In the main, she did this to denigrate the place. Salazar Slytherin's plans for the purity of wizard kind had not been fulfilled. To her niece, isolated and mistreated by an aunt she believed to be at least half insane, Mm. Hogwarts sounded like a kind of paradise, and she spent much of her teens fantasizing about it. For 12 years, Gormlaith enforced Isolt's cooperation and isolation through powerful dark magic.
2: So she's now 17? Yeah,
1: and she was tortured. At last, the young woman developed sufficient skill and courage to escape by stealing her aunt's wand, for she had never been permitted her own. The only other object that Isolt took with her was a gold brooch in the shape of a Gordian knot that had once belonged to her mother. Hmm. Iselt then fled the country. Scared of Gormlaith's retribution and her prodigious tracking powers, Iselt moved first to England, but before long, Gormlaith was on her tail. Determined to hide in such a way that her adoptive mother would never find her, Iselt cut off her hair. Very much Rapunzel. Mm It is very much Rapunzel. Mother Gothel. um, Mother Gothel. (laughs) Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's fine. We all have at least one episode where we can't speak at all. Yeah, or at least—I mean, I don't know. It's usually me.
3: Soon it will be me. Ooh. Your time is
2: coming.
1: <laughs> Masquerading as a muggle boy called Elias Story, she set sail for the New World in the Mayflower in 1620. Good for you. So gormlaith really scared Isolt throughout her years. She moved around a lot uh, in America. Um and she was, she was petrified. always yeah That's all she knew she was scared that Gormlaith would track her and come to the new continent and find her um and also Isolt really had no education her only education was in the torture and dark magic that she received and experienced and witnessed.
0: And didn't want to continue doing that. Yeah. So, that's a-
1: so it's a it's a fascinating story because there's something that exists in the Sayers and in her mother and the love that her mother showed her mm-hmm. that turned Isolt into a good what, person, a good person, <laughs> and what we know. So my story is pretty short
2: no it isn't but <laughs> I'm sorry i, I tried. Like it having had a great time but i try <laughs> short for that. me <laughs> no it's really good i'm very much enjoying it
1: but there is a plot twist and where this all comes to an end is that i looked up what a hags glen is i wanted to look into the etymology of it
4: right
1: hags glen is a real place It's a walking trail up a mountain that is known to be quite treacherous. The part of the bottom trail is really gorgeous. It's beautiful, but not a lot of people continue up to the top. And there is also a lot of websites that state that if you go to the top, there is a ghost of a woman that is constantly around the mountain and is cursed and curses everyone. Hmm. And so I think it's Gormlaith Gaunt. Hiding up in her hag's glen.
2: Causing all the twisted ankles,
1: all the twisted ankles, and all the rainstorms and fog and whatnot that you get out there.
2: No, that's really good, Kate. Mm
1: -hmm. And she married a muggle, and she continued the art of healing.
0: So she like, lived to a ripe old age, right? Oh yeah, real ripe old age. Which murder was your favorite?
1: The murder of her parents. Murder of her parents. Murder of her parents. Because that's that's a magical fire, obviously. Like the house went down I, on a fire, so the Muggles are just like it's two, no two, three accident. things fire. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, I thought but that was a magical the story.
0: Gormlaith comes to America and finds her.
2: I don't know. Yeah, how does it's she get so that? Because then, because so
0: I... then the uh, puck wedgie helps her or something.
2: So it talks
1: about that around her first son's eleventh birthday it was fast approaching. And Isolt started having a lot of dreams, specifically around the wand that she had stolen from Gormlaith. And she did not dare to dissect it to find out how it was made. Dun, dun, dun. Ask a truckle. Aha, Gormlaith's revenge. (gasps) The Happy Busy family had no idea that grave danger was approaching them from afar. News had reached the old country that a new magical school had been set up in Massachusetts. The rumor was that the headmistress had been nicknamed Morgan after the famous Irish witch. However, it was only when she heard that the name of the school was Ilvermorny that Gormlaith could believe that Isolt had managed to travel all the way to America undetected to marry not just a muggle-born, but an actual muggle, and to open a school that educated anybody with a shred of magic.
2: Fuck you, I won't do what you tell (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) Gormlaith had purchased a wand at the despised Ollivanders to replace the precious family wand that had been handed down through generations before Isolt stole it. Determined that her niece would not know of her coming until it was too late, she unknowingly imitated Isolt by disguising herself as a man to make the crossing to America on the ship Bonaventure. Wickedly, she traveled under the name of William Sayre, Isolt's dad. Rude. Which That's was that... Very of,
2: mean. Yeah, yeah, very
1: mean. Gormleith landed in Virginia and made her way stealthily towards Massachusetts and Mount Greylock, reaching the mountain on a winter's night. She intended to lay waste to the second Ilvermorny because it had gone down in fire and they rebuilt it. Mm. Yeah. Slaughter the parents who had thwarted her ambition of a great pure blood family. Steal her great nieces who were the last to carry the sacred bloodline and return them to Hag's Glen. At her first sight of the large granite building rising in the darkness from the peak of Mount Greylock, Gormlaith sent a powerful curse containing Isolt and James, that's Isolt's husband, names towards the house, which forced them into an enchanted slumber. Oh. Next, she uttered a single syllabant word in Parseltongue, the language of snakes. The wand that had served Isolt so faithfully for many years quivered once in the bedstand beside her as she slept and became inactive. In all the years that she had lived with it, Isolt had never known that she held in her hand the wand of Salazar Slytherin, one of the founders of Hogwarts, and that it contained a fragment of a magical snake's horn. Oh, in this case a basilisk. The huh. I didn't know basilisks had horns. Me
2: neither. Interesting. The more you know. The more you know. Hmm.
1: The wand had been taught by its creator to sleep when it was so instructed, and this secret had been handed down through the centuries to each member of Slytherin's family who possessed it. What Gormlaith did not know was that there were two other occupants of the house whom she had not put to sleep, for she had never heard of sixteen-year-old Chadwick and fourteen-year-old Webster. The those other things she—those were the adopted boys. Yeah. Cool. The other thing she did not know was what lay at the hearts of their wands—the horn of the river serpent. Oh, I got goosebumps. These wands did not become inactive when Gormlaith spoke her word of Parseltongue. On the contrary, their magical cores vibrated to the sound of the ancient language, and sensing danger to their masters began to emit a low musical note, exactly as the horn serpent sounds danger. Both boot boys, those are the adopted brothers. Boot boys. Boots. <laughs> boot. Their last name was Boots. Boot. We'll boot boots boy. <laughs> Bring me my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Woke and left out of bed, Chadwood looked instinctively through the window, creeping through the trees towards the house of the silhouette was Gormlaith Gaunt. Like all children, Chadwick had heard and understood more than his adoptive parents had ever imagined. They might have thought that they had shielded him from any knowledge of the murderous Gormlaith, but they were wrong. As a small boy, Chadwick had overheard Isolt discussing her reasons for escaping Ireland, and little though she and James realized it, Chadwick's dreams had been haunted by the figure of an old witch creeping through the trees towards Ilmorny. Now he saw his nightmare made true. Telling Webster to warn their parents, Chadwick sprinted downstairs and did the only thing that seemed to make sense to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he ran out of the house barefoot to meet Gormlaith uh. and prevent her entering the place where his family slept. He sounds
0: like a Potter.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Gormlaith was not expecting to meet a teenage wizard, and she underestimated him at first. Chadwick parried her curse expertly and they began to duel. Within a few minutes, Gormlaith, though far more powerful than Chadwick, was forced to concede that the talented boy had been well taught. Even as she sent curses at his head in an attempt to subdue him and drove him back towards the house, she questioned him about his parentage, for, she said, she would be loath to kill a pureblood of his talent. Mm. Meanwhile, Webster was trying to shake his parents awake, but the enchantment lay so deeply upon them that not even the sound of Gormlaith's shouts and of curses hitting the house roused them. Webster therefore hurtled downstairs and joined the duel now raging outside the house. Oh, dang. Two onto one made her job more difficult. Moreover, the twin cores of the Boot Boy's wands, uh, when used together against a common enemy, increased their power tenfold. Even so, Gormlaith's magic was strong and dark enough to match them. Now the duel reached extraordinary proportions. Gormlaith still laughing and promising them mercy if they could prove their per- Ugh, <laughs> their pure blood credentials.
3: You're doing well. Thank you're reading you. a lot and yeah. you're doing
1: very well.
3: <laughs> you were telling us a tale. Yeah. yeah.
1: Chadwick and Webster determined to stop her reaching their family. The brothers were driven back inside Ilvermorny. Walls cracked and windows shattered, but still Isolt and James slept until the baby girls lying upstairs woke and screamed in fear. Rage and magic could not wake them, and the terrified screams of their daughters broke the curse Gormlaith had laid upon them, which, like Gormlaith herself, took no account of the power of love. Hmm. Iselt screamed at James to go to the girls. She ran to assist her adoptive sons, Slytherin's wand in her hand. Only when she raised it to attack her hated aunt did she realize that for all the good it would do her, the sleeping wand might as well have been a stick she had found in the ground. Gloating, Gormlaith drove Isolt, Chadwick, and Webster backwards up the stairs towards the place where she could hear her great-nieces crying. Finally, she managed to blast open the doors to their bedroom, where James stood, ready to die, in front of the crib of his daughters. Oh, sure that like all James Potter. I know. Sure that all was lost, Isolt cried out, hardly knowing what she said for her murther- murdered father. A great clatter sounded, and the moonlight was blocked from the room as William the puckwaji so he shares the same name as oh, her dad. Oh, that's so nice. This has turned into my favorite rescue. (laughs) (laughs) Appeared in the windowsill. Before Gormlaith knew what had happened, a poisoned arrow tip had pierced through her heart. She let out an an unearthly scream that was heard for miles around. The old witch had indulged in all manner of dark magic in an attempt to make herself invincible. And these curses now reacted with the puckwudgie's venom, causing her to become as solid and as brittle as coal before shattering into a thousand pieces. The Ollivander wand fell to the ground and burst. All that was left of Gormlaith Gaunt was a pile of smoking dust, a broken stick, and a charred dragon heartstring.
2: Oh, dang. dang. That's my <laughs> favorite like murder. Fuck the
1: other one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: that
1: I, <made> my- <laughs> I, I
0: thought that's where you were going to. No, <laughs> I was just
2: doing the death of her parents because it's sad. Dang, that's real good. That's real good. This J.K. Rowling can write. Holy shitters. <laughs> I got goosebumps. That's awesome. Thanks, Craig. Yeah. Also, Thanks, for making Kate. my super long. Yeah. I'm sorry. I loved wait, it. me. Whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you you can also read that on Pottermore. So if you haven't Mm. read that story, give it a read. It's it's really really good.
2: A video too, like a short overview of it. I think
1: there's like six pages of story up until the Revenge of Gormlaith, and then there's like another six pages after. It's probably her longest.
2: All of the the building of the school, how the school, the the houses. Mm -hmm. Anyways, awesome. Well done. Favorite murder is Gormlaith
1: gone. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) um, Ryan O' and William.
2: (laughs) No, I really well done. All right, Laura, want to take it home? Well, let's take it home, guys. Say bye, girl. Ooh. Taking it home.
3: All right, so gather around, children. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a tale of ghosts and hmm? rejection. Ooh. <laughs> and two things I'm scared of ambition <laughs> and
2: murder.
3: Oh, I love it. And suicide. <laughs> It's got everything, guys. Wow. Really, yeah. really Wait. ending it on a
2: super dark note. Halloween, whatever. Halloween. Let's do it. Let's let do me get it. comfy.
3: Fuck yeah. yeah. Get get nice and comfy. Legs are up. Got a We're bunch of cats nearby. It's yeah. good. All right. Listen, familiars. <laughs> um, okay, so. Way back, like, I don't know if this is 10th or 11th century, but there's this, like, super exclusive school in, like, the north of Scotland somewhere. Mm. And um, there are these four founders, and they all sort of have, like, their own ideologies, and they're like, let's make a school together, and we'll, like, teach a bunch of kids shit. Sounds so good. yeah, So, they, they form this school, and, like, it's going really well, but, like, one of the founders, her name is Rowena Ravenclaw, she has a daughter- and she's like of the right age to be going to school. So she's like actually one of the first generations that go to this school, and like her mom's the teacher. <laughs> So it's like that would be a little sad, bit. Yeah. Mean, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but That's like the, the other thing about it is, uh, like her mom is incredibly smart and like world renowned for how smart she is. Like so smart that she has a piece of jewelry that is said to be like enchanted to make her smarter. But like mm. huh. this is super super long ago, so you know people say things,
2: right? They're um, like that woman can do math. Yeah, of course like, her crown is magic. Yeah, she's that woman witch. couldn't really yeah, be that smart. <laughs>
3: It's totally her crown. Yeah, Really, she was just also very stylish. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Smart Anyways.
2: ladies can wear tiaras if they want.
3: Yeah, so, like, um, Helena, her, her daughter, is, like, in school and learning and things like that. And she's, like, super ambitious in her own way. But she's in the shadow of her mom. So she's, I guess, getting really frustrated with everything. And um, eventually she decides to steal her mom's diadem. A tiara, fancy crown, mm. smart hat. <laughs> um. <laughs> smart hat. And, opposite of
0: a dunce cap, yeah. Smart hat, dunce cap.
3: Yeah, and I mean, no one's super sure exactly when, but it's definitely during her education, and this school is like seven years long. Mm. So um, I'm guessing she was around that rebellious age of sixteen or seventeen, maybe. Right. Um, and anyway, she just decides to get the fuck out of Scotland, mm. heads off to Albania, and Whoa. she's just like fuck rocking yeah, this I won't do beautiful what you're hat. Me. Oh, she steals um, the hat? <laughs> yeah, no, she's got the hat. Yeah, <laughs> the smart hat's just like, it's with her in, in Albania. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but then yeah, her mom gets Wi-Fi. like, because yeah. she's so <laughs> hey, like hat? proud and everything, she doesn't tell anyone that her daughter's stolen this property of hers. And oh, dang. And um, so she just kind of like goes on about her life for a little while until she gets really ill. And the other thing I didn't tell you is uh, at the same time that Helena had started at this really exclusive school, there was this guy... Who doesn't really have a name because it's so old that no one remembers. He's a baron, like he's born into mm. nobility, so like he's a he's a big deal, I guess. Mm. And um so he also goes to the same school. He's sorted into a different house.
2: That's interesting. A like I guess I never really thought of him a, a noble
3: person. Yeah. Like who is also a wizard or a mm. witch. Um, anyways, uh this guy, we'll call him Baron. Or Barry. Let's call him Barry. Barry! yeah, Barry, all right. Barry. So Barry Baron. Barry goes to school at the same time as Helena, and he, like, he sees her. They're not in the same, like, school house, but he's like, hmm, that's my lady. Mm. And he's, like, he's all about her. And so he, like, he tries to get with her, but she's like, mm, nah, not into it. Mm. And um because he is the way that he is, he gets, like, super offended, and people have described him as being, like, kind of ragey uh, um <laughs> sounds like she dodged a bullet yeah so i guess like he's or a poor sport she? and he doesn't know what no means and uh so he just keeps trying and and like every single time she's like nah man not into it hmm. hashtag um, me too yeah. Essentially. This is the original No, no, <laughs> it's been going on forever. Yeah. Um yep. anyways, this <laughs> is uh, one of one of our earlier examples. Yeah. Uh, anyways. The
0: dude being a dick.
3: Yeah. <sighs> anyways, um, her mom is aware of the fact that this guy is just like all about her daughter. Right. And so she's been holding on to the secret for so long that um Helena has like up and left and she stole her friggin' smart hat. <laughs> um and <laughs> So, like, no one knows about this. Uh, they just know that, like, Helena's not around. And so Rowena, the mom, mm-hmm. uh, she, she starts to fall ill, and she's like, crap, I really want to see my girl. Like, can someone please go find my girl for me? Aww. And she's like, who, who would be the best person to do this? And she thinks of this guy because she knows, like, he's so in love with her, and, you know, he's super motivated. So she's like, okay, great, I'm going to send this guy. So, so this she does. is her without
2: the smart hat.
3: Yeah, this is this is yeah, her without the smart hat. And you know, she's got a lot of stuff on her mind because she's right. dying and shit, fair enough. But, like, fair enough. You know. Maybe not
2: not the best time
3: to have clear judgment. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. fine. I wish. think the mother daughter relationship might have been a little bit complicated. I feel uh, yeah, that is
2: yeah. the truth. Yeah. I, think so, yeah. I mean, if it's not, you don't normally steal from your parents Yeah, and leave, and leave if everything's when you're a teenager. Fine, you don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyways, um so Barry runs off to <laughs> Good. It's really funny. I had to try real hard not to do a spit take right then. <laughs> no, it's a spooky story, you guys. It's going to get really bad soon. Yeah, I know. I mean,
0: remember I mean, the beginning? I don't remember at all. Yeah. All
3: right. So, like, remember, like this is like tenth or eleventh century. The olden times. Some yeah. super ye old. Way back in time. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, she. She made her way to Albania somehow, like, on her own with her smart hat. And then this guy eventually tracks her down. Jeez. And um, she's just in this random forest in Albania. And he's like, yo, girl, your mom's, like, real sick. You should come back with me. And she's like, nah, man. And then, like, he just keeps trying, just like before when he was like, no, no, but I love you. And she's like, nah. Um, yeah, and then I mean, eventually like
2: not a no means no sort of fellow
3: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. he's like, he's relentless And um, I'm, I'm guessing she's just like On a nice little walk in the forest Like thinking she was having a really good day or something She's right. got her beautiful smart hat on And yeah. she's just like communing with nature And then right. this fucking guy shows up From high school <laughs> <That>
4: <laughs> <thing> Yeah high. <laughs>
3: Like fucking not Barry. Like, no, I've told you so many times I'm not gonna go to the Yule Ball with you. <laughs> and <It laughs> off, he just Give won't up, relent. Barry. and You peaked in high school, Barry. Right? Yeah. Not even. Not even. Not even. But anyways, um so he just gets old Ragey Barry about it and he starts <laughs> to stab Christian. her. And he uh. fucking That's stabs her so much that he is covered in her blood And like she obviously dies in that forest in Albania and then he's like, what the fucking shit did I do? I love this girl and I'm covered in her blood. So he takes the same knife that he just literally stabbed her to death with and he stabs himself to death. So now they're both dead in a forest in Albania and what we can all take away from this story is to stay in school, buy your own shit and stay out of the forest. Very good, well done.
4: Well, and no well, no means well, well no. Also, no means no.
3: You guys, like for real, no means <laughs> no. no. Means yeah, no. Like... But also, stay in school. Yeah. Buy your own shit. And, and rejection out, is no reason to stab someone. And talk to exactly. your children. Yeah. yeah, this could have been prevented. All of yeah. this could have been prevented with a nice little conversation over a cup of tea. Don't yeah. tell your daughter stalker to go find your daughter. Yeah, yeah, it's Maybe. not a good idea. I mean. <sighs> But the weirdest thing about all this is there's also like a ghost story at this school now Ah! about the both of them, and they're apparently haunting this school forever. So she never got away from him. Oh, that's that's the saddest part.
2: Imagine being murdered by this dipshit and then having, having to, to like live with him yeah. for the well, rest eternity. of eternity oh neither living nor Listen. dead
1: then, if you're gonna murder me can you wait 24 hours go to a new location and then murder yourself well they, then
0: both, I m- can they just... both travel yeah they were yeah, I mean, yeah they matter. both
3: died in albania yet they came back to hospital yeah, it's World. an Goddamn. international tragic death story it is an international tragic, tragic death, death story, story. <laughs> yeah i like that very much
2: oh that's a Jeez. really good one laura that's very sad well presented, yeah. Yes. Very, well <laughs> Very well presented. I loved
3: the little bow on it yeah. at the end. It's just perfect. I I thought of it like partway through yours, Craig, and then I was like, I wonder what the rest of the quote is though, because I only remember the candle that Katie made, <laughs> and I thought it was something like "Stay sexy and stay out of the forest." But then I looked it up and I was no, like, "Stay jug, sexy, don't get murdered." And stay out of the forest. It? I was like, "Yes, it's perfect." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's really good. It is really good.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well
0: done.
2: Very good. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun, you guys. This is a fun Halloween episode. I yeah. liked it. Yeah.
0: Feel free to send us uh, an email that is your favorite murder. Please mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Cuz there's some other good ones.
2: That's really good. Well, I love that. Yeah. Great idea. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. thank you. Very good.
0: Good job everyone.
2: Best crossover ever.
3: Yay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and thank you if if anyone listens to them
1: or if by ever they listen to this. <laughs> Thank you, My Favorite Murderer. You yeah, have a great you podcast. Do a great yeah. Episode do 18 you. hurt me a lot.
3: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it did. Thanks for that. It's <laughs> hard. But at least she survived. Yeah. I mean, spoiler.
2: So go
0: check them out. <laughs> yeah. They're really small. You won't be able to find them very easily, just but they around. are out there.
2: Just take the time. Yeah,
0: just search mm-hmm. My Favorite yeah. murder.
2: You got to support these tiny podcasts or yeah. else, mm-hmm. you know, you know, bad
0: things. Us big wigs will help you out when we can. <laughs> <laughs>
2: very generous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All
2: right, moving on? Yeah. <laughs> Is it it time for a Quizzle? I think it might be. Hey, Professor Quizzle! We have all of us here so we can finally... Quizzle! Quizzle and James, we have a new one! Quizzle and James. I like it. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. It's really good.
3: (laughs) And
1: we'll all know Maury.
2: (laughs) I'll know Maury after this (laughs) quiz.
3: (laughs) That really was funny.
0: (laughs) So it's Laura's turn.
3: Exhausted but delighted with his night's work, Harry told Ron and Hermione everything that had happened during next morning's charms lesson. To what is he delighted with? And which book? Oh, Danya. Uh, Can say you say it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretending like, that it's going to give all me time, a clue, yeah. even though it's yeah. not. Is that enough thingies? Though? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's okay. a hard one. Yeah. Exhausted but delighted with his night's work. Harry told Ron and Hermione everything that had happened during next morning's charms lesson. I am leaving out the last part of the sentence, but if it's too hard, I can say. All right. I think
0: I have an
3: answer. Mm -hmm. You guys want to text me? Yeah, I'll text you. Texting is funny.
0: This is a really good one. It is really good. I'm I'm going to need another minute. I don't know
3: exactly. I want to answer at this Yeah. Okay, send me your answers first. I'll parentheses
0: if none of us get it right maybe give us the extra little bit but i assume katie will get it right so i'm
3: uh, honestly i'm assuming katie will get it right and i'm assuming you'll get it mostly right
0: Shit. um
3: <laughs> and kate's always a wild card wild card i don't know no it's okay i'm gonna read the rest of the sentence Kate and it is should so help. tortured right I'm now stuck between two oh, i sent honey, you my bunny. god that's okay Okay, well, so I will finish I, the sentence now okay. and then you guys can either choose to stick with your first answer or re-clarify. Okay. Start from the beginning of the sentence. I then. will, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted but delighted with his night's work, Harry told Ron and Hermione everything that had happened during next morning's charms lesson. Oh, fuck. Having first cast the Muffliato spell upon those nearest them. I fucked up.
0: I, it's I think I did too.
2: They're blazing they're
3: blazing hot damn it damn it damn it damn it Um, damn it damn it damn it it, 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 no um, don't worry there's a bonus question no (laughs) so so if you do all completely get it right now we can uh, break it that way um okay so katie's first answer was the dementor lesson of the first patronus third book that's a good one that's what i thought a really good one Craig's first answer was Harry following Draco when he found out he's going into the room of requirement. Book six. Harry Harry following oh, dang. Oh.
0: Draco. Dang. I don't know why that would be at night, though. Yeah. That's and all I could think of.
3: I still don't know. Kate's right. answer is Harry got the secrets out of Slughorn? Voldemort's horcruxes. He's exhausted from the amount of drink he had to do with Slughorn to finally break him. Did he use the Truth Teller potion? No, I can't remember. (laughs) Blood Prince. He was drinking. (laughs) Uh, So Katie's second answer. uh, Kate stuck with her first one.
0: Smart. Smart. Um,
3: (laughs) Katie's second answer was Felix Felice's Journey, sixth book. And Craig's second answer was, after finding the Southern memory and showing Dumbledore, book six. Slughorn, Slughorn. Southern,
0: makes sense fucking phone. So,
3: after the <laughs> second one's you're all right?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. It and Kate is, is. Kate got it. it. Yeah. Wild card. Well
2: done. Really well done. Yeah. I had no idea. That was tough. It's I, only cuz we just had
1: two stories about horcrux like Voldemort and his horcruxes. Yeah. We went through the whole list of horcruxes. They're in my brain and then we just talked about butterbeer. And I was like, wait a minute. Guys, Hit I literally
3: just opened a book and it happened to be on the chapter. That was a that was, hard
1: one. Yeah. You did a good
2: one. <laughs> Fuck, that was a hard That's one. That's really yeah. good.
3: all could
1: have been it, though. Yeah. That
0: Dementor
2: yeah. one?
3: All right. So everybody well wins.
2: Kate gets 15, think... 15 and we get 10? 10 each. Is that okay?
1: From the second round, yeah. I
2: don't know. It's up to
1: Laura.
0: It's I'm up sure? to Laura,
1: I guess. Oh.
3: Everybody gets points.
2: Mm-hmm. Good job, honey. Yeah, I get it. Well did a hard one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was tough.
1: That was really
2: tough.
0: All right. For castaway today, you may remember him from such shows as Uh. the Hangover, Community. Well, I guess Hangover is a movie series, but still show theatrical release of the Hangover, the television release of Community, and I don't know what else he's been on Ellen and stuff. Ken Young. Ah! Who is also a character on uh Crazy Rich Asians, is which he? is doing very well apparently. That's I haven't awesome. seen it yet, but That's he awesome. is definitely a reason to watch it yeah, because awesome. he is a great character actor he is. and fun to watch.
2: Yeah, I think I first saw him in The Office. And he's like Who's part yeah. of yeah. He's he's part of Michael Scott's um improv troupe yeah. where he keeps like being like, I'm Michael Starn and I have a gun. <laughs> so he's part of that um, group. But yeah, he's awesome. He's really good. I and enjoy he's really him. Funny.
0: I probably remember him most from Community. And he's hilarious.
2: Considering he's his Community funny. character, I, my first thought is Peeves. Yeah. I thought Peeves too. Yeah. I immediately went to Peeves. Just because he seems to be that sort of like, sort of off the wall, like troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. he's just like... I just like chaos, yeah. like most of his community. Like <laughs> character is just being like, "What can I do to like just inflict chaos on yeah. this situation?" And like sometimes he's like super sweet, and you're like, "Oh," and then sometimes you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> you're the worst.
0: Just never know what he's gonna do. Anyway. next.
2: he's super unpredictable, like in that character, and he does a really really good job. Hmm. Hmm. Mundungus.
0: I like that. That's
2: good. That's a good one. Mm, I like that. Mundungus. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been. Oh my God. Imagine when you first get introduced to Mundungus in like the seventh movie. It takes till seven to like get them there. But like, then that's Ken instead. Yeah. It's way better. It's way better. It's just like that would have been such a wonderful little. Piece of joy. <laughs> Not that the guy who played Mundungus did necessarily a bad job, but it was just sort of like, Meh, I don't yeah. know. Like, mm-hmm. you barely saw him. He was there yeah. and then gone. It would be very, yeah, it would be, be, very, yeah, it'd be well, way less memorable. It,
0: it seemed like the movies were giving minor roles to like really well known people. Mm. And then I didn't. Uh, that comes down to the guy. cameo, right? Like, yeah, just, like, exactly. like
1: Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. I just want to be a yeah. part of it and I'm, you know, and True. Like, cool. Sit here. Mm-hmm. I
2: thought that was cute. Huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Dang, it's. I, r-
0: I like the idea of him playing someone evil. Like,
2: yeah, I yeah, that- Karkarov really or someone. Yeah. He can, like, go to a super dark place real, real, real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that would be really, really good. It would be interesting him as a quarrel sort of character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would be great at that because. It's sort of that duplicity, he's, right? It's like yeah. the one face and then the other face. I don't know, mm-hmm. like <laughs>
0: it's just his face on the back as well as Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. I
2: love no, I that don't know. It's just that. that role reversal. Like he's got a lot of range, so I think that mm-hmm. he could play both easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also gonna think maybe like a gender bend Tonks. Hmm. That would be fun, like him and his like goofier side. Goofier side, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's got I a lot of range in his side. voice too. Mm -hmm. He'd be funny as, like, a a goblin or a house elf or something. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Like voicing a character? House elf, yeah. Mm. (laughs) Eric (laughs) Og. Yes. (laughs) That'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, not to Uh, deprive the the role from a short person, but Flitwick.
2: Yeah. He'd be a fun little Flitwick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
0: I mean, I don't think he's overly tall, but it was one of the... Few characters in the book that was definitely described as a short person.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think they say he's like part elf, but I don't know. Yeah, in the... the movie definitely
1: depicted him as part elf.
2: Yeah, in the um, like and and when Dolores Umbridge comes to town and she's like measuring him and stuff because she's yeah. all like, part humans mm-hmm. are the worst. Yeah, she's yeah. a bitch. Um, I was
3: thinking. <laughs> Creature, but you like oh superimpose his face onto oh the house body. <laughs>
2: creature? So oh, creature would be so good. <laughs> just be so muttering
0: good. under his breath oh all time. Oh, god,
2: long. that would be like if creature was a funnier character, yeah, that would yeah. just be like bang, perfect. That would be so so good, hmm. yeah. Obviously, like if he was younger, I think it would have been fun having him as a Ali- as Lee Jordan. Just because, oh, yeah. like, he seems mm-hmm. to have a twin sort of energy. Yeah. Like he does. that's why I first was like peeves, and then I was like, well, the twins would be the best.
4: Hmm.
2: But then okay. it'd have to be like a parent trap situation. But like Lee Jordan also has like a twin sort Just of energy. Just give of
0: him a red energy. wig and <laughs> double him up, <laughs> like yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Like who cares?
4: Why not?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Work for Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> oh God. Did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second last episode. I like that's him. Really good one. Yeah. Good yeah. one.
0: He's. And he was a doctor before, mm-hmm. actually. That's really
2: cool. Really? Oh, I read a a story that he was doing like um, a show, like a stand up show, and then someone like collapsed in the audience, and he like ran down and like,
0: wow, helped them that's
2: not as your job. like, wow. yeah, because he's like, well, I was I was a doctor, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> so right. I know educated. what to do. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's so cool. like that's like really sweet and kind. I really like that.
0: Good for a comedian because when people get laughing, sometimes they can't stop, and you gotta go do the Heimlich.
2: The Heimlich. Maybe. They're choking on their laughter. Choking May- on or or choking a deep fried shrimp, you know. Craig is not a doctor. No.
3: <laughs> do not. I go never to said Craig. I was. <laughs>
2: not a doctor. Not a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> uh, that's a really good one. I like it. Although, well, I don't know. I feel like he's maybe a little bit too famous. But like I love again, we've said many times. Like I love the guy who plays Jacob, but like he maybe was would have been a really fun Jacob. Mm -hmm. I don't know because it's all that role is all about comedic timing and it is. He's Mm -hmm. really really good at it. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and I think he like he would suit the otherness of. Like Jacob being like- mm-hmm. An outsider. yeah, mm-hmm. And also like not know. really looking like the type of person that's that Queenie like, would go for. Yeah, that's just like so, community character, right? Yeah.
2: It's very like self-deprecating and like- But I'm at the same not, time- I'm In the group.
0: When I see Ken, I'm like, there's something magical about you. It's mm. true. There's, there's a, a confidence and a-
2: it's just uh, sort of like a like that sort of wackiness of like
0: okay in your own skin kind of thing yeah. that I don't think works for Jacob.
2: That's a yeah. good point. I guess the the point of Jacob is to be more like a an everyman, yeah. Whereas,
3: yeah, I see that point. Yeah, it's dude's a, a doctor magical. and a famous comedian, so he's he's a little extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing
2: pretty well for himself. Yeah, <laughs> and Dan Fogler could be a doctor. We don't know.
0: He could. He could. Dan, yes. let us know.
2: Dan, prove us wrong. Come on, Dan. <laughs> That's a really good one. I really I like it. it. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite is still Mendogus. Yeah. Oh, I like Peeves. Peeves is
3: Peeves Peeves is, is, good is really good. I think it makes sense. I'm just thinking of like his community character for sure, and like yeah. he goes fucking insane. So. This is true. It's like, kind of well. It's kind of perfect.
0: Gender-bend um, taunts. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Myrtle>. <laughs> that's funny, not who I was oh, thinking Oh my god, um,
2: uh, god there. That's so amazing. Good.
3: You guys sing
0: We don't know who it is
3: It's time for do. another character That is from another show or a book Or a movie that's in Slytherin
0: So get ready to slather On that Slytherin
2: Yeah <laughs> uh, So our uh, Slytherin today Comes from Sam and our head boy from Slytherin. Ooh. Thank you very much. Uh, I really like this suggestion, and it's very topical considering it fits into Halloween and also a new show that is coming up. He says, being that it is the spooky month of All Hallows' Eve, I would like to submit an appropriate Slytherin suggestion before Netflix' re- new reboot changes how I feel about the show. Salem Saberhagen. Ah. So, from, <laughs> from the 1990s show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. Yes. Salem, Salem is a 500 year old witch who is sentenced to spend 100 years as a cat by the Witch's Council as punishment for attempting to take over the world.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, he does. Yes. Is that the original lore? Yeah. Oh, that's good.
2: <laughs> he acts as uh, the witch's familiar for the Spellman household. One of the main points of the comedy show points of comedy on the show, Salem strikes a balance between doing all the things you'd expect a cat with a voice to do as well as a person under house arrest to do. These include complaining about how he is treated, demanding more respect and love, even though he rarely shows any re- in return, and manipul- manipulating others for his own amusement. Coincidentally, these are also all Slytherin traits as well. Often exasperated by the lack of attention he's shown eh, or just as his fellow witches... Hesitation for indulging in magic abuse Salem is always around with advice Of varying sincerity He often laments on his desire For the human form Almost always in the context of chasing women Or threatening revenge (laughs) 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 Of course he doesn't uh, That doesn't put him above Using his furry appearance to scapegoat his antics Fluffy and sarcastic He's my pick for Slytherin house heart Yes 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 So here are Some Salem (laughs) quotes
5: you at least help me type in my response? Dear Yuri, you have a big nose. Salem,
2: I'm,
3: I'm
5: not typing that. You didn't let me finish. I was going to say you have a big nose for an ignorant monkey. Now chop, chop, start typing. Nice to see you again, Salem. It's nice to see you, Mr. Gray. And may I say you're looking trim? Have you lost weight? Don't push it. <laughs> okay, I've been reviewing your file and I'm pleased with your progress. Enjoying your life as a cat? Yes. The no urinary tract problems? No. Giving back to the community? Yes. Gotten any strays in trouble? No. Still want to take over the world? Yes. Wait, no. I meant no. No! <laughs> How'd it go? Don't ask.
2: Emerson, Boston College, Other Realm University, backpacking.
5: Salem, how do you make a decision? You've come to the right man. When I was a military leader, I made life and death decisions every day, and one method never failed me. Eenie meenie <laughs> You are a wretched excuse for a sounding board. Whatever.
2: <laughs> That's good. Eenie meenie I love that that
1: character has just succumbed to his like. Well, I tried, and I got um, house arrest, and I'm a cat, and I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> he just <laughs> is not like he's not bitter in a sense. Like he has his bitter moments, but yeah. he's just like living his
3: days. He said his patronus, was a, oh, uh, patronus yeah. was a cat. I bet his patronus was.
0: Did he learn any like morality being turned into a cat? Like, how long has he been a cat for?
2: I don't know Hundreds at that point. Years? No, it, it, it was, was only a
0: hundred year arrest.
2: Yeah, mm. so it's I guess anywhere from zero to one hundred years, but I kind of mm. bet it's a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. The show doesn't start when he's first a cat, yeah. so mm-hmm. he's. I think he's used to that form a wee bit, maybe. Okay, but I have no idea. Huh. In where I bet they mention it at some point in the show.
3: I feel like at yeah. some point they do an episode where like he has the ability to change they back do. or something like that, it. and I don't remember. Yeah, if I remember. it And anywhere. he comes out in like crazy, not medieval, but like a old timey clothes. Is
1: mm-hmm. it
0: like when Urkel turns into Stefan? <laughs> no, <laughs> and he's super like good looking, <laughs> cool guy.
2: No, the cool guy. They
1: also when do an episode Spider-Man where they go been. to his court case, and he gets really. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but I remember he's up up for something and they have like a court case for the cat and then they also explain again i can't remember how the ants got him Mm. like why he's been delivered to them i think it's one of them was sleeping with the like was dating the high judge or
2: something i can't remember
1: (laughs) something goofy like
2: that that's (laughs) really funny oh that's great yeah Yeah. i don't know i just think it's a really good good suggestion i i remember that show from when you know i was a youngin but i don't i didn't remember any particulars but like yeah Salem is a hundred percent a Slytherin, mm-hmm. and he's just got like it's so it's so funny. It's such a funny premise for like a cat being that it it's a human who used to be a dictator and now it's a cat. Yeah. It just feels <laughs> like every cat is like that. Yeah. True, <laughs> but hopefully story? he
0: learns something and isn't a terrible induction into mm-hmm. Slytherin. Like a few we've had, but
2: true. I th- yeah, I think he's from what I remember
0: reminding. from the show, he cared for Sabrina and yeah. no, he, Maybe not the ants, but he, he did. When it comes
2: the down family. to it, he genuinely wants them to like be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not and like he's alive. like Yeah, yeah. He he wants to help them, but like
0: So maybe the punishment matched the crime and, and actually rehabilitated him. Mm. Doesn't maybe want to take over the world anymore.
2: All tyrants should be turned into cats for a hundred years. Yes. Probably. Maybe Probably. maybe it would work. Would do them some good. <laughs> Petetra. But I really like that show I'm excited Slash scared for the reboot Yeah, I'm excited It looks kind of cool it I way love darker. how much of a yeah. garbage
3: fire Riverdale <laughs> is become, And this is oh just oh going to be God. so much more Because there's supernatural Elements involved yeah. I think it's going to be it at better least be
2: better a visual treat I hope it's, it's going to be a visual treat, I'm assuming it's cat. CGI Hmm yeah. I, think I mean I no doubt it. it'll no. do be a puppet.
0: A, a cat yeah. with peanut butter I in its mouth. I loved the
3: puppet. I thought the, the puppet, puppet was the amazing. best. It's and really and how they like Proustic. cut between a real cat and a face. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's so good it and it's was like a perfect amount of cheesy.
2: Yeah, I loved it. For that show it was just like it was perfect. Yeah, I, I want to
3: know it. how I
1: I know Harvey's going to be a babe, but I hope he they keep his like kind of dumb like bumblingness that Harvey always had who was harvey her boyfriend her high school sweetheart oh. sabrina's high school mortal is it
0: like the monarch. same story again or is it just probably
2: not it, following... it seems a little bit different okay.
0: yeah
3: they'll use all the characters but completely different stories seems okay. much darker for sure yeah. and her name is escaping me right now but i loved her in matt ben um, yeah kiernan shipka she's like Oh, she Just, Sabrina. like, so incredibly well-adjusted. She always reminds me of Emma Watson. Mm. I'm like, but you're, like, a child actor. How are you so cool? Yeah. She's, like, ridiculously cool.
2: Good for her. Yeah. It happens sometimes. It does, yeah. Yeah. God bless him. Nicely done. Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam also uh, had a, a wee note about our last episode. He said, uh, thank you... For your reasoning on the Crab and Goyle defense last episode, as someone who's a very oversized child, now <laughs> fully grown at two meters, I had a real feeling of exclusion because of my size. I wasn't allowed to play tag with other kids because I really couldn't control my own, own strength oh. and became kind of isolated for a time. So I totally get how their size and strength could have added to their willingness to go to the dark side. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is that just something I've heard? I, mm-hmm. I didn't know, you know, obviously. Yeah how that would feel, but it was good to get that sort of confirmation from somebody yeah. who went through something similar. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Adds to the Crab and Goyle backstory. Anyway, Salem, very good choice. Points to Slytherin. Yeah. Yay!
0: yeah. Uh, for Mary Boff Kill, we're going to do the classic monsters for Be Banished, Befriend. Would you say um, this is
2: a monster mash? <laughs>
3: oh, you've been holding that. It's I think I just thought Oh, it's very good. <laughs> that, it's uh, it's not a Mary Buff kill, so it won't be you. a monster mash. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
0: that redeems you from earlier. Yay! Uh, so, we've got tale of Mr. werewolves, uh, classic Fenrir, Greyback, or Lupin, or but in general, just werewolf. Mm-hmm. Vampires, which are talked about very little mm-hmm. in Harry Potter for obvious reasons. Just one reasons. that we know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Sanguini. Sanguini.
0: Yep. And... We're going to do zombies, but the Harry Potter version, which is in which are magically raised dead bodies, so more necromancer-style zombie, but still a very classic monster. Mm. So you're going to be one, you're going to banish one, and you're going to befriend one. What'll it be?
3: Mm -hmm. I got mine. Okay. I'm going to be a sanguini. No. A vampire. Um, A uh, vampire. (laughs) A vampire.
0: A blood sucker. (laughs)
3: Because honestly, I just want to know more about JK's world of that. Yeah. Kind of like just because she does such a really good job of making allegories with everyone else. Mm -hmm. But like by lending or like by uh, by leaning on like classic lore of them, Mm -hmm. but like still making it her own. So I'm really curious to know a little bit more about that. So if I be one, then I'm like, you know, we got the uh, inside scoop. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I would uh, defy the lore and befriend a werewolf. Aww. Because I think they just really need a friend at the end of the day. They do. They really they do. They feel awful like 20 days out of the month, 25
1: days out of the month.
3: Me too, man. Me too. Yeah. Wait.
2: I really? I think that's what? the wrong way. What? Other
0: way around? Five days out of the I month? I feel
2: like normal humans it's like a period. days. <laughs> but don't they
1: feel awful? Like they
2: feel sick the whole time? They are like sluggish and fatigue, yeah, it, and like flu-like. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's. Well, I don't unless know if it's you're actually. It does say that, like people before and after the full moon, Lupin looks very sick. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. prematurely gray. Mm-hmm. He's like prematurely lined. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's obviously had a very stressful life. He's also taking um, the
0: potion, which could be doing things, and he's not eating right, human right. flesh and blood, so that could be the withdrawal, maybe.
3: Maybe good point anyways they you're need with them. so I'm going to be friends with them
0: and you're yeah. banishing
3: I'm going to banish the inferior because like fuck that shit that's terrifying that's <laughs> like body lava yeah ah! body, body lava, lava on fire in that it's slow dangerous
2: and you want to put your fingers in it <laughs> oh, they, they uh, would be kind uh, of fun to poke uh, I do yes, not want to
1: put oh my fingers oh my God, in God, lava okay. five yeah. points to Katie I, I'm down with that
0: Yay. five points to Slytherin oh,
3: that was so good <laughs> That Minus the so finger good. part. <laughs> Do but not yes. put your fingers in lava. Do, Do not, not put, put your fingers, fingers in dead infuri. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> use a stick like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poke it.
0: Just like all morticians use a stick.
3: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Prodding device <Okay. laughs> of your choice. Um, that's it. Makes sense. Yeah. Good. I'm going to be a werewolf. Ow. Ow. Ow.
2: You're a werewolf, not swearwolf. I'm going to be a werewolf. <laughs> I'm going to befriend a vampire. Well, it's the opposite. You and Laura are friends. Yes. That's nice. Let's be friends. But wait, I want to be friends with you, but I'm going to finish my sentence. You might not want to be friends with Uh-oh. me. <laughs> I'll still be
3: friends with okay.
1: you. <laughs> Just another friend of mine that's a vampire. <laughs> um, to lure them maybe Uh-oh. to sleep with me and bite me so that I become
3: a vampire werewolf.
0: Okay, Underworld.
3: I don't have to sleep with you. I'll just bite you. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. Where do you want yes. it? <laughs> Where do you want it? <laughs> Obviously I like this. the neck. Classic. <laughs> We're Really good friends. Yeah, really. Really
1: good friends. And then yeah, get rid of the zombie. That's terrifying. Probably smells like dead flesh the whole time. It's probably super boring to hang out with. Oh, they're probably doesn't slimy. have any like thing to say. They're probably mm. gross. They, they probably sit just on walk couch around and, like, your house, leave a disgusting mark, moaning, not saying anything, and then like a finger falls off, and they're like, mm, and they put it back on, and they walk. No, get rid of that. Goodbye. Mm. Mm. Banished.
2: Banished. Okay. Uh, so I will also be a werewolf because it's sort of the least commitment of all of the monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I will be a werewolf because at least you're human for most of the time. Your life doesn't change in. That much respect compared to like being a vampire or being a zombie. Inferi, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, um, so that's good. I will be werewolf, um, but I will befriend the inferi. I feel like that's okay. They, I mean, in Shaun of the Dead, he's got the zombie <laughs> chained, in, chained in this the shed that he plays video games with, and that's cute. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're also. Like Voldemort has him sleeping for quite a while, mm. and they sort—he sort of is like, tell them what to do. So, like, I feel like having a Inferi burglar alarm would <laughs> help me sleep way better than mm. I currently do. Whereas sometimes I like ha- jolt away, and I'm like, someone's in my apartment. Where as if I had an Inferi like patrol in the corridor and be like, I got this, babe. You sleep. He doesn't need to sleep. He's dead. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that that would bed. be a lot of fun.
3: Well, you also used to have that zombie chasing you app for running motivation. Yes, yeah, so. you right. did. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I really so. liked it. I might if I go if
2: I get a gym membership, I might download it again because it's really pleasant.
0: <laughs> really pleasantly unpleasant.
2: It is. Ple- it gives you motivation to run, which my goodness, <laughs> where is that? So yeah, I recommend it. I think it was called Zombie Run. I don't know if That's it's still amazing. available but download <laughs> it if you like running away from zombies.
3: It's good. And you don't have your own pack of infuriates. Yeah, really. Mm. So, oh. um,
2: yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I guess I'll be banishing vampires. Mm. Sorry, Laura.
3: That's all right. I they love of suck.
2: I just feel like they're like the mosquitoes <laughs> of the vamp like of the monster Funny. world and like fuck mosquitoes, so right. bye. And they don't like garlic.
3: Yeah. Oh shit. Shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no! It's, oh,
2: you did it man Laura is trapped forever in a nightmare this is her hallo- never This is what her Bogart would take she's, oh, she's so scared now would be is like turning oh, into a, a, a vampire <laughs> you're cooking That's think of your cooking funny, oh. Oh, oh, funny. no take backs <laughs> oh, honey money eat it now while you still can yeah. oh, you sure will <laughs>
0: Alright, so starting off Well, starting oh. off with my banish All yeah, right. Vampires mm-hmm. ah. Because High five. JK purposely left the details Of them limited Because of another franchise That was overwhelmingly yes. Destroying the image of True vampires Well, uh, it
2: only happens in Well, maybe, no, you're right Thank you yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Need that as a ringtone
2: <laughs> There's enough <laughs> <laughs> Got a recorded now. Uh, darn, you're right. Uh,
0: so, just gonna follow in her footsteps and kind of just even just get rid of the last okay, shred of go. vampires. Uh, and then I'm going to befriend a werewolf
1: because I knew it.
0: We knew great werewolf, a great werewolf, uh, Lupin, and there could be others like him. And all they need is you know, like Laura. I believe said uh they just need a friend to show them that they don't have to be mindless beasts mm-hmm. and i am going to be an inferi because Why, Craig? because <laughs> i am unhappy in my job just being a cog in the wheel <laughs> i have a serious lack of sleep right issue right now i feel so i would really love to just be kind of like a, a mindless drone and be happy with that. Mm. Swim around in a dark, dank pool for oh, a few years waiting for someone to come steal what I'm supposed to protect.
1: It's like a permanent float tank. Yeah. Sensory it, it deprivation piece. amazing. That peaceful. That kind of does sound nice.
0: And not have to worry about what anything. the boss is doing or, or anything. anything. This Just is Perfect.
2: Like, Laura's a vampire that befriends a werewolf. Kate's a werewolf that befriends a vampire. They're buds. I'm a werewolf that befriends an infuri. And Craig's See? an infuri who befriends a werewolf. a werewolf. So I'm just like patrolling your halls. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so what you're trying to say is Katie Craig friendship hour. Katie Craig friendship hour and Laura Kate friendship hour. Yay! Well,
3: Guys,
1: Laura only Kate friendship thing forever. I'd be There's about. not just an hour here.
3: Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, what? we're not fighting. We're not fighting.
0: <laughs> not as often as we are. Anyway.
2: I guess so.
3: I think we have to explicitly state
2: that <laughs> yes. we're friends.
0: Yeah, it should be like a flag on a, a mailbox, and we can
2: go. Aww, aww, yeah.
0: Our friendship is Ralph Wigum,
2: pretty much. Ralph
1: <laughs> playing uh, with. The- <laughs> she could bite your arm off. It, it and sounds we like we a great on.
0: cartoon series like just like this werewolf and zombie living together and i think i've Liberal seen one that's discuss. kind of oh, similar I have your to that theme
3: song it's i'm a werewolf i'm gonna put it in my mouth, in my mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> gonna stuff it in my face gonna stuff it in my face don't care if it's dead or alive <laughs> all the ontario listeners know what we mean yeah <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah that's uh that's mine I like it.
2: I
3: like it. Yeah. That
0: was a That's a
2: good one. Really
3: good. We did it. I wasn't sure how that was gonna go, and yet I'm also it went. regretting my choices to not be in the sun anymore. Oh, I hate yeah. nightclubs. Yeah. I no love night to no sun. Ah, oh, fuck! I messed up.
0: Yep. Oh, I think I found it. I think it's called Okayish Person, the person who does the. Uh, is he talking about the zombie comic strip?
2: Oh, I artist M E M G
0: is the creator of win- the whimsical zombie comics, placing them in everyday situations. Oh, that's so funny. I'm glad I found that. Too but different. they're they're very
2: cute.
0: Aw. Uh, do we have anything pressing?
2: Well, Happy, Happy Halloween. Wanna- Happy Halloween. Yes, indeed. Um, I did want to just like briefly, super briefly, I don't want to like go into it too much because obviously it's a bit of a can of worms. Um, can of worms. Last episode we were talking about the um, new fantastic Beast trailer and obviously the uh, the controversy of the Nagini cast. Um I did a little bit more uh, research into it because at the time I didn't really know that much. And apparently a lot of the pushback is also from that uh, a naga or a Nagi is also in Hindu culture. Mm. Like it's a it it is this ska- Sanskrit word that means serpent or snake and um, there is like a female naga is a nagi, a nagin or a nagini and, um, mm. so it's also in the Hindu culture as well as I guess a naga in the Indonesian culture so that's where a lot mm. of the um, controversy comes from mm. like you're casting um, like a Hindu goddess as a Korean woman um, so there's there's that sort of feeling there so I totally understand that and I feel like I don't know maybe they just picked one of the Naga or Nagiri. Well they probably they're pick, probably ob- obviously related cuz you can't yeah. be that related and that related in language.
0: Well they would have no gone whatever JK like no I picked it because of the Indonesian influence or well, like cuz there's yeah. a lot of things that yeah. are in multiple cultures so mm-hmm.
2: This is true and yeah obviously they're they, like they just need to, they have to be related it's yeah. not it's not a coincidence um but at the same time I do understand that that would be kind of yeah, shitty I get it to be like you know this would be a great I like not to say that it's not a good reason to cast an Asian, like an east asian actress but it's also
0: there might be a other um cast a South asian uh, maledictus Mal- maledicti True. in the yeah. movie as well like yeah, yeah we don't know
2: And that's the thing, like I'm still on a wait and see sort of mode to see how this plays out because I'm very interested. Um, Another sort of uh, uh, pushback on the controversy, which is kind of different, is that a lot of people are very upset that um, an Asian woman is sort of cast as um, someone's pet. Yeah. He turns into I've someone's pet. Mm. And especially Voldemort, who sort of represents someone who's all about, like, the purity of blood and is very mm. fascist. And mm. people yeah. link him to white supremacy. And I know that that's an allegory in yeah. in Harry Potter, but it's not the same thing, really. It's just it's just sort of, it's more like, well, it's more like Nazi-ish kind of yeah. business. Yeah, honestly, mm. I
0: don't, like, no matter who you cast in that role, you're going to have that. Well, the thing Because is, it's mm, a yeah. woman... Well, it's a female snake. If you want her to be a person before, then it's a female actress, and you're going to have that conclusion no matter what.
2: Well, the sort of the thing that I kind of got stuck with, um, I don't know, and I'm not sure that this is just like a weird rationalization that I've picked out, but like to me, it doesn't feel if so. It's either two ways. It's either she retains her like thoughts and feelings as a person as a snake. In that mm-hmm. way, like I have been reading it again and Voldemort doesn't treat her like a pet. He mm-hmm. treats her like a Death Eater. The way he commands yeah. her and stuff is the same way that he talks to his well, other Death Eaters. he trusts her better than He trusts else. her better mm-hmm. because he can, like, it's, there's yeah. a special link there. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't treat her like a pet. So, like, in that way, it's like, well, then maybe it's her choice to be... Um, a Death Eater. Like, a lot of people have said, like, well, maybe it's a Mystique Magneto sort of thing where yeah. she's mm. been treated as an outcast and then she goes to him because, especially you know, she has nowhere else to go. She's been lock and key. abandoned by, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, Abused, you yeah. know. society, I mean, sort of like Fenrir to Greyback, too. Somehow, so. Yeah, mm. and the goblins and, like, things like that where... You know, he he sort of goes to the disenfranchised people and says like, hey, I can offer you a better life. He's obviously lying, but a lot of people bite because their lives right now aren't very good. And no one else is trying. No one else is trying.
0: Until I'm proven wrong by actually watching, I'm assuming the full series of Fantastic Beasts. I doubt it'll be just in this movie, but I'm guessing she is more Beast by the end of her transformation. Mm -hmm. And Voldemort might not even understand to the full extent that she used to be a human well and it depends he, how
2: far our memory goes back right yeah. mm-hmm. we were saying this before like if she even remembers being a human we don't know exactly right. so right. If, know.
0: if all he sees is oh this is a smart snake then yeah. and I mean, that's I mean, the, the other, other
2: a, way a that it could go Whereas, like she does become Voldemort's pet but in an animal way like where her yeah. brain is an animal brain at that point I don't see that as being like a weird but association. At, at the same time, we
0: call it a pet, but I don't think he would consider her a pet because no, he think put he part he of his pet. soul into her. Her as well,
2: yeah. Consciously,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah That's so the
2: only living person that he consciously put. And it in. And
0: Dumbledore says like he has more connection to the snake than any person. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so.
2: Well, that represents his heritage, right? Yeah. It represents the only thing about him that he's really proud of, which is his where linked to yeah, Slytherin.
0: And I don't think anything would change in his mind if he knew that she had been a full person mm-hmm. before and turned into this. Liked it but, better.
2: You know, maybe. Or, or know. maybe
0: thought, oh, I'm not leaving my uh, soul in the hands of a human because oh, I don't trust humans. Too much agency. Humans.
3: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: A snake is one well, thing because I can and control And also he doesn't
3: love anyone other than himself. So true. he yeah. would assume that everyone else is less than him. So yeah, I don't think I... that he would willingly be like, oh, yeah, you're all right. He that's true, soul. that's yeah. true.
2: He wouldn't be like, you are worthy. You'd yeah. just be like, well, you're a
3: snake. Let's be pals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think he sees her that more as sense. a tool. As like this thing that will, like prop him up as a super sick villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah oh, what's my what's gonna be my thing? Like, like that guy's got nine. a sword. <laughs> that guy's got this like really cool hammer. What <laughs> should I? Get? I should have like a you fucking giant yeah. snake. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Giant that. snake. Giant snake. And then he just you know he. What's
0: what's up. the snake that devours the world in Thor? Jorgemaster y- or Jorga? Jagermeister. Something <laughs> Org- like Meister. that. It, it's weird that. I, I mean, it's weird and it's not weird that people are fighting something that makes Voldemort seem even more of an atrocious person.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I guess that's a, another thing where I think it's like, however you'd want the story to be. To me, it just sort of makes sense because like yeah. he's a bad character. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense that he does bad things that are present in real life, like mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you know, and to deny that. The fact that he would be above enslaving someone, which no he has done, so like,
2: uh, yeah, it... I I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, I totally get why if that's your life and you're living that, then you don't want to see that in your fantasy escape True. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not fun. And no. That's why I haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale yet. Yeah, because mm. I'm like, it's too real.
3: I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like I read
2: the book, but I just it's. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, I get why that would spoil your time, and mm-hmm. obviously, it's a white privilege that we can like sit here and debate it in a character standpoint without mm-hmm. having that emotional yeah. reaction to it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we are able to do that is mm-hmm. not everybody is able to do. Yeah, yeah, true. But mm-hmm. I just wanted yeah. to like go into that a little bit more because like, I, It's didn't always get to
3: acknowledge but I, shit. Yeah, yeah, when it's happening, yeah.
1: and and it's true. It's that's a role that. I wonder, I really would have loved to be in, I mean, all of us would love to be in the writing room to see how it was decided or casting or whatnot, but it's like, it would be a shitty role for anybody to play It is, you know, like it's a, yeah. you are portraying being if you a, gave it enslaved to, it. to someone. Yeah, I feel like
0: yeah, so. there'd she's be uproar no. if you,
2: well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet. Well,
0: but, but I don't she's think... not, she's portraying the character well before she's enslaved. Oh, for slave, sure, for sure. In yeah. quotation marks.
2: But she's in a circus. yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, she's in a we cage. Don't, historically,
1: not true, like true. She's being told turn into snake, turn back into human. Do your dance. Bend backwards. Yeah. Do this. I don't, and we don't know yet if that's like fun performers, like hippies, were having fun and doing this traveling circus, or if it's a yeah spooky, scary one. I guess yeah.
0: so. I I just highly doubt all our questions are going to be no answered. Oh and yeah, I know. It's it just, just speculation. seems speculation. Like no matter what casting is, casting. there's going to be push back in some yeah. Yeah. way
1: and I will fall back on what I said last episode which is I'm really interested to hear the actress's opinion me too yeah after this is all said and done and she's allowed to talk about it and it's out I'm interested if they if she will be asked and if she'll answer and what the answer will be and the conversations that will come about from it because the only yeah. way we can progress and change is by having these conversations mm-hmm. and by talking about it so it's it's all good mm-hmm. to talk about it even if it's it is t- hard you have sometimes to, yeah you have to honor that it's tough and that people are living these scenarios.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and we get it wrong sometimes. So yeah. if if we're completely off base, let us know.
2: Right? Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to touch on that a bit, but
0: But yeah. Our our next episode will be coming out uh the day before Fantastic Beasts is no. actually released. No, no, we no? Have one before. We have the Oh, so you know. in two <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Uh,
2: we'll have a we'll have a recap at some point.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we'll do it's our uh, review of the movie when we see it, I'm sure, that <laughs> opening weekend.
2: Yeah. Wee! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will wait in a line by myself if I to. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. Anyway, happy Halloween. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. Have happy fun. Halloween. Eat some candy. If anyone dressed Talk, up yeah, in, in the Ooh. world, tell yeah. us, send us pictures Please. or tell yes. us what you dressed extra up extra as. Extra points. Tell us your house. Mm-hmm. 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 If you had I a, a see
0: Harry Potter Halloween party, Ooh. send us some photos. Dang. I'm sure someone out there is mm-hmm. going to have one. Go easy and on the bunny. And next bear. year, invite <laughs> us. Jeez.
2: <laughs> now come on. Yeah. Why don't we chap liver? <laughs> I
5: don't know. That is all for this <laughs> episode of Mischief Managed Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on the Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. Rate and review us on iTunes for extra points. <laughs> if you want to get in touch, send us an owl at Podcast at gmail.com Ooh. and check out our Patreon for their cursed child parody readings and all of our bonus content. Mischief Manage was co-created by the spooky Aaron Idol and original music by the Scary Devon Island! <laughs> and as always, ah, ah,
4: Mischief managed.
5: Today's number is 73! <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
4: That's really good! <laughs> Yay! <laughs>